it's a full skippable pre-roll. So it was a 48 minute long skippable oh ad. Oh my <laughs> God. Are you serious? No, I didn't know. There's like no way to fucking see, dude. Like, it's so it's like, it's a 48 thing. minute ad. And after five seconds, you can just skip it if you want. Oh like, my. I didn't, I didn't realize that. God, bro. How fucking terrible that is. So that's already like, that was just me not setting it dude, up properly. Got him. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life, like music, video games, and content creation. I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, an Escape from Tarkov YouTuber and content creator. <laughs> and I'm Veritas. <laughs> I I so badly just wanted to say, Daddy, while you, while you just interrupt <laughs> you with that. Oh, God. And nobody's going to have any idea what no. we're talking about except for the live <laughs> the live studio audience we'll put the we have, first uh, version of the intro at the very end you know only like six people get to the end of the podcast yeah yeah yeah. so if you want to know that's where all the good stuff is i write it we're, we're always sneak stuff in at the end yep. it's like you ever get some movies have at the end they have the credits roll and they're like there's gonna be something after the 100%. credits and then but like 80 percent of the time it's just like cut to black and like what? yeah i just stayed you... for another 15 fucking minutes i'm the last guy in the theater my wife's like we gotta go honey uh-huh you know and fuck back in the day when like the app store on your phone was like just becoming a thing and everybody was making an app for everything there was an app called anything after and it was just a list of movies in theaters and it would say yes or no on if there was an after the credit scene <laughs> like that was its only purpose mm. it was kind of i mean now you can just google it but it was just, I remember having that and being like, this is so sick. You know what? Someone just started a prediction. Um, okay, well, now that I read the prediction, I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, it's unrelated. That's Actually, it, it, depends, it depends on how much money, how many channel points go either way. We'll have to see. Oh, but, um, true. I was, just, I was just thinking about how this is like a missed opportunity, especially because all of us, like Zoomers, <laughs> and millennials mm -hmm. how like we we're fine with juggling 19 things at once right like we can be yeah. on our phone at the movies and it doesn't ruin the experience yeah i mean it could right like depending, depending on the on movie, the movie but yeah but at the same time like i can also sit there on my phone and like watch tv For and sure i do that also too. hang out with somebody you know what i mean like i can do all three of those things at once yep. and i personally don't it's one of those things like depending on who you're with it's rude, but it's it's as rude as, like, as it is to, if you don't send someone a Christmas card. I had mm. a um, I had uh, it was one of my one of my family members. I don't know if it was an aunt or an uncle or whatever. It was something they were they were like shaming me, like guilting me into feeling bad because I I didn't send Christmas cards. And I'm like, I never send Christmas cards. Yep. Like never have I sent fucking Christmas cards. If I have, it's always been like whoever I was dating at the time or, you know, now my yeah. wife. But even then, it's like, maybe we've done it two or three times if we had, like, a cute picture or something. But it's but never... Yeah. It's such an antiquated thing that, yep. like, I don't think it's rude to not send literally everybody a fucking Christmas card because nobody cares. Nobody exactly. gets mail anymore if you're it's, not dude, 47. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't want... Like, <laughs> I love hearing about how you are, but I don't want your Christmas cards. And I don't yeah. want to send Christmas cards but we're doing this just because I know you'll make me feel bad if I don't. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the, the, that's like I'm like 19 things deep into this into this tree. My original thing was I feel like movie theaters would be a lot more popular with the younger crowd if they had some sort of I mean, I was picturing like a fucking little touchpad on the armrest, but I mean, they could just integrate it in with mobile devices, uh-huh. make a Bluetooth to have like, did you see that coming? Like, like live ways to interact oh. with other people in the theater or, you know what I mean? Like, that I don't would know. Be I, I just feel like, like, feel like there's something and stuff there. you could do. I know like yeah. there's like that Black Mirror movie, Bandersnatch or whatever, where they tried to make it like you could participate in the ending or whatever. Like, if it's a well, yeah, I mean, did you have you seen it? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, it's um, it's literally like a choose your own adventure book, like movie, but yeah. in movie form. So like, it starts off super, super simple. I don't even remember. It's something along the lines of like, you know, do you itch your neck or you know scratch your balls or something? It's like one yeah. of those completely like, and and some of the things make have a significant impact on the story, and some of them don't. But yeah. uh, um. I thought that was really interesting. I think that they should do more of that stuff. Yeah. It also makes it so that, like, rather than sitting through a 90-minute movie, I was there for three and a half hours going through all of the different... Yeah, because now you want to know what would have happened. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I was interested to see if it would spark just, like, a new way to, ex- yeah, to experience movies. Netflix is such a great place for that because it's, like, they're not worried about a big box office flop. They can just let something be kind of a cult hit, you know, with a smaller audience. Um, Man, I feel like the convergence of all these different medias. I'm ha- I'm like I should be on acid or mushrooms or something right now. But like look at look at where like Twitch is. Uh-huh. With people playing games and sharing that medium live. Uh-huh. And then think about movie theaters on another end, another island, and then another island over here is like Netflix, but then where they're going with some interactive stuff. Imagine the convergence of just all of them where it's like we're all telling Tom Cruise what to do in fucking Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Four. You know what 14, I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, there's just so much shit that I'm sure none of us have actually thought of. That's going to be like the next. A hundred percent. It's just all. It's all immersion, and it's all choice. Um, participation. Yeah. And interaction. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's essentially what video games are, right? It's a hundred percent, and it's why it, Twitch is blowing up so much because it's, it's your entertainment time, you know, you sit on the couch to watch TV or you sit on the couch and you watch some Twitch and it's but participation in that entertainment. I can talk to the streamer. I can, you know, make him do stuff when they're doing subathons or BitBot or, you know what I mean, or channel points. So for sure, participation in our entertainment is definitely becoming more and more normal. Yep. Um, anyway, that was a long-ass random preamble off the top of my head. But so- I love it. There you go. Um, but I saw you were playing some Tarkov when I hopped in. I Explain today was what's the first, going on. Today was the first day. <laughs> the second day. Yesterday was like an, a little bit of an experiment. And then today was like, I feel like playing Tarkov. Um, oh. I started a new kind of playthrough sort of series thing that I've, I've turned into. I mean, literally just yesterday, a, a few chill raids. Um low pressure you know no yeah nothing big um i turned that into three videos on youtube that i think people are really gonna like um wow and then today i already have two like 30 or 40 minute videos so basically what i'm gonna be doing 
Uh, and actually, controversially enough, some people like find this like they they actually don't like it. And they like think it's lazy. I actually don't think it's lazy. It's just convenient. Um, and I think a lot of people actually prefer it, which is full like unedited raids. Oh, one hundred percent. But what I'm doing is like it's easier for me not to cut out all of the stuff yeah. in between. And if I do, if I cut out all of the dead space, people are going to be like, you know, I wish you yeah. hadn't cut out the whatever. So it's like fine, I'll just fucking throw no, them in there. 100%. Um, but yeah, I'm doing. Uh, I mean, you know, I have like the immersion runs at the mm -hmm. beginning of my stream. That was like a thing I was doing for a long time, where I have no camera, no microphone. I'm just kind of like a lot of free looking, a lot of yep. walking. Role, it's basically role play. It's basically yeah. Tarkov RP. Um, just trying to be cinematic and like tactical and like I'll sit and I try to put myself in the position where if this was me, what would I do? And a lot of times it would be I would fucking just sit here and wait. Yeah. Because I don't want to make a move, you know, like and I, it, so I just end up, you know, people might say it's like being a pansy or ratting or I, I just I honestly do not care about any of that yeah, stuff. No. To me, it's just like I'm being cautious. I'm trying to play. Yep. You know, Tarkov, quote unquote, how, you know, it's supposed to be played and quote, like, I don't necessarily, you know, fully believe that. Yeah. But um, there's something to like the heart and soul of Tarkov being like your fucking life matters. For sure. You know? um, so, yeah. So I, I basically have this series um, that's immersive Tarkov and there's two kind of adjacent parallel lines. One is the scavenger where it's I'm, ba I'm trying to tell the story as if these are all like episodes in a tv series you know how like yeah. one episode might be like january on a tuesday and then like the next episode might be like you know a random thursday in february you know what i mean like they're just yep. like random snippets i don't know if i want to i, f I feel like this might be like spoilery okay. I, and, I, and i haven't made up my mind yet but i feel like i don't want to include any deaths like i if mm. i have a if i have a good interesting raid yeah that I survive I feel like that's a candidate for like a, a, the next episode yeah um because like my first I did three runs that were really good yesterday that were 30 or 40 minute long full runs um the first one PMC I just ended up killing a bunch of scavs I did the debut quest um, oh, okay yeah yeah and it was just like level one PMC yeah. starter gear I killed all the scavs and I got one shotgun um, made it made it out you know right at the end um at the boat exfil which I love so my, for some reason it's my favorite exfil the, oh yeah 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 the smuggler's um, boat yeah the, the the campfire smuggler's boat um and then the first scavron i did um was on interchange and it was like i walked around for three minutes and in a room found a gpu and a uh tetris and it was like i literally kind of just creeped around like i don't know <laughs> where anybody is until i got to the extract i didn't even see anybody until the end as I'm extracting, I'm on the road. Uh -huh. I see a PMC like kind of running along the wall, so I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I make it over there, and I've got an AKM with a 40 rounder with BP, and I'm like, "Okay, okay." But stock, so you know, yeah. oh, it's gonna yeah. fucking bump all over the place. I, I and iron sights, um, and I ended up getting in a fight with him while he was extracting, and he was juiced. I'm pretty sure he had like an MP7 or something, um, but I won't. I won't say what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was like my first raid. And then the next one I did, it was I, I like a bunch of sick like around the corner kills as a as a scav. Oh uh, like on free customs. looking and stuff. It was like three minutes left, dude. And I was on customs and I'm like 
I, I was walking by dorms because I spent all my time over by like the silos um, by the spawn boiler spawn. Yeah. Like over there fighting a bunch of player scavs. And it was like three minutes left and I had the scav. And I honestly don't even know. I don't scav customs a lot. So I don't even know what oh, the X-fills yep, are. Same. So I'm like, I don't even fucking know what they are. I'm literally Googling while I'm walking. I'm Googling what the X-fills are. And it's yep. like I have like 90 seconds left. But I'm like, I want to go into dorms because it's quiet. There's like three minutes left. Like maybe Killa is there. And uh, not Killa. Rashala. And like is, you know, maybe I can grab like a D because this is like my third raid. You know, maybe yep. I can get some sweet armor and maybe a couple of nice guns. And I ended up killing a, play a player scav. R Rishala and all his homies were there. I ended up grabbing like three or four guns, and then it was like the timer was ticking down. And whether I made it to the expo or not, you guys will have to see. <laughs> but um, but it was like That's it was just sick. such a such a good. And then today I just had that random wood scab yep. that you know uh, had a kind of a wacky ending, but it was <laughs> a crazy run all the way through. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's just like chill. Yep. It's easy for me to make, and people love it. You know, it's one of those things like people will eat that up and it can be like 30 or 40 minutes long. Yeah. People want to see Tarkov content again. And it literally took me to make those to make a basically 90 minutes of video other than actually playing the raids, maybe 15 minutes to yeah. actually edit. Um, And I, I mean, I put like custom graphics at the beginning at the end and I have yeah, my music. Sure. Um, But now that and now that I designed kind of a template for my thumbnails. I can just bust them out like that. Oh yeah. Compared to the 38 minute Mario video that just took me two months to yeah, do. Yeah, like got 900 views. You know what I mean? 120 hours of work. Yeah, and there really is like a space for like full raid stuff. Like, of course, you'll get the people that are like, "Dude, this is boring as hell." But there's a lot of people on YouTube that either don't watch Twitch or just like to see. I do that from time and again. They just like to see, well, how did you get from A to B? How did you get from that fight to that fight? You know what I mean? Because in this fight, yeah. you had no armor. And in this fight, you had somebody else's armor. What happened between? So there's a lot of people, yeah, who enjoy that. Just like vibe of like seeing how, what direction you chose to move, what path you chose to take to get over there. Like it builds on when something intense happens. They get to come with you on that intensity. Like, you know, they're just as invested when you are coming down to the wire when you're trying to extract. That holds so much less weight when it's at minute four in a video. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, run into the extract. And like, oh, that's funny. But when you've been watching for 37 minutes, you're like, hold, you better make it. All right. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm, and I'm limping with a GPU. <laughs> yeah. And a, I haven't even gotten in, in a fight. Right. But yeah. I'm like dehydrated and the timer's ticking down. That is more... Like, yep. like heart pumping than, you know, a fucking 1v4 in in labs. So I, I just have, I don't know, For kind sure. of a back to the basic sort of appreciation. I've been playing all the bigger maps, um, trying to like have less fights just because yeah. they all feel like shitty. They all feel yep. bad. Yep. Uh, so I don't know. This has been a lot more no. enjoyable. And then the only other thing that I'm thinking about doing, um, I try not to involve other people because it just complicates things like you have to wait for stuff yeah and, um i had thrown it out there but then i like wanted to finish the video i didn't want to just like wait on it because it's one of those things like if i don't finish it today i might never finish it right yeah. so um but i'm pretty sure that i'm going to be doing something in the future um with i want 41 i'm gonna write oh. i'm gonna write in basically as if i had hit f1 Yes, a dozen more times, but like there'll be mumbles like off reactions. the top of my head. Yeah, reactions. Like like yesterday, I couldn't jump up from the car to the porta potty and customs to get over the fence. <laughs> so 
you know, I'd, I I want him to mumble like, man, I'm out of shape. You know what I mean? And people are going to be like, when's that voice Dude, line? In that's you know going to be because it's 41. That's going to be so sick. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then for the scav, um, I'm considering and it won't be in the first three episodes, but I'm considering getting maybe a Russian streamer who might be interested in maybe doing some voiceover and then I could do subtitles. Yep. Because you, um, yeah, you basically scripted it, so you have those as subtitles. He speaks it in Russian, and then you just have that. Holy cow, that would be so, so sick. I think that could be fun. And, I mean, you know, if it's like 10 or 15 clever little voice lines, that would take, mm -hmm. you know, someone like 41 not long to record. Yep. You know, and I, you know, figure out a way to make it worth his while. Yeah, um, it doesn't have to be, like, studio quality. Like, just record it, and we'll, you know, it'll be a blast. Like, yeah. that's such a great idea. So, I don't know. We'll see. That's the plan. Um, I thought, I've always thought it would be cool to do like scav runs where you do the scav run. And if it's a good one, you can then go back and be like, okay, what was in your inventory at the start of the raid? You can use that to create a backstory and then like write music to it and almost like narrate like an episode of a TV show. Like, like how like Black Mirror is like a different story with everything. And you can like use, if you get a bang and scab rate, you can like use everything you had, where you started, where you ended, what you had on you, how many meds on you, maybe informed if you had ever gotten into a fight before or whatever. And like, it would just be interesting to almost like create like a TV show. Dude, out that's of literally, raids, like literally what I did with, um, yeah. So the description of my first video is, the second installment in my immersive Tarkov uh, roleplay series, this time introducing our lonely scavenger friend taking a nice stroll through his local mall, the Interchange. He seems to have been fortunate enough to stumble upon a crashed jeep in the woods outside the shopping center that nobody has managed to scavenge yet. In it was a rusty old AK, some quality military 762x39B ammo, a nice wad of rubles, and a dead man unfortunate enough to be holding onto both. And I like, yeah, I, I literally see, tell, that's I tell exactly, a fucking story. That'd be so, you know? that's so sick. And I, and I did that because I, you know, I... It would have, it's going to take days to find somebody to write something, have them send it back to me. I'm like, I just want to, I need to ship something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so for sure. I can iterate on it, but uh, dude, I'm sick, fucking excited. Dude. That's cool. I think that's cool. It's like a really good way to, like, if that sounds fun. Like, I need to do that. Like, not necessarily create a new account or anything, but like, just try playing the raids slower, more intentional. Because, yeah, it feels like, it feels like the most frustrating part of Tarkov is fighting other people. <laughs> so yeah. how can you enjoy the game in maybe a different way? Uh, especially since, yeah, it wasn't necessarily designed to be that, you know, shift W towards dorms on repeat. Like I was, dude, I was at my limits uh, yesterday. I was when I did a morning stream and I just like, I survived like two raids in like four and a half hours. And I was just like, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? So that's cool. Me and, uh, so I'm in the same boat where it's like I want something to just change it up, make it feel interesting. Me and Sealable Bag are starting uh, fresh accounts tomorrow, standard accounts, where we're doing 1 to 40 with only iron sights. That's it. That's the only rule. It's just iron sights only. Just because we've done that a bunch in the past where we're like, we're just like, all right, whatever kit you bring in iron sights only. And it's like, oh, okay. And they're, That'll be fun. They're you guys always, will be sick. They're always my favorite sight. raids. They're always my favorite yeah. raids. Because... And similar to what you're saying, literally any adjustment to the formula snaps you out of basically sleeping while playing Tarkov and just makes you think again. And it that it's really that any sort of so like pe people ask me all the time where it's like, do, should, do you want to do hardcore? Have you ever thought about hardcore? And I'm like, oh, no, like I, like I love watching Deadly do hardcore and Pestly, but like 
that just seems it's just way too extreme. Like I I, yeah. I suck at Tarkov as it is. Like I don't I don't want to go that extreme. So yeah, a lot of rules complicates things, but something really simple like iron sights only. One thing, it's just gonna make me take fights differently. Like every time we've done that, it's been like a YouTube worthy raid that I've put up. Because Dude. it's just enough to change it up. You you approach the fight differently. You approach it different distances. And because you're more intentional about it, maybe you win some cool fights and you're like, this was sick. Like, You know how we've talked about like making the, the, the fights in Tarkov last longer and blah, blah, blah. Literally just imagine for a moment there were no optics. I don't want this in the game, but imagine there's no yeah. optics. There's no reflex sights. It's all irons. Everybody would be like, bro, it would be Cut. like... Brr. A hundred percent, dude. A hundred percent. That would dude. be that would be so sick, dude. And you could do stuff like that. Glorious E. I don't know if you know him, but he was doing this. He was doing this the other day. He would pick a server at like a weird time that he could connect to. He would pick one single server, and he's like, "We're going labs." Everybody queuing, and he just kept doing these giant queues. And he was like, he was like, "It's the most fun I've ever had playing Tarkov." Because he set like rules. He was like, you can only bring good gear. Like he wanted, he just wanted consistently good PVP. He was like, we yeah, didn't yeah. run into a cheater all night. The raids were too fast for you to be able to stream snipe. And because everybody was stream sniping me, you know what I mean? Nobody was really stream sniping me. Everybody just got into the raid. And then if they got just into one the raid, big snipe and, one yeah. big, and he said it was like, he was like, it was it's, like the, it's like a Punisher tournament, yeah, basically. basically. He was like, it was the most fun I've ever had. It was just him and his community. Like you could totally do stuff like that. Like, you know, the whatever we call it, the barn house server in the USA, factory only, iron sights only. And if you get 200 people Q sniping, like you're pretty much only going to get in with your homies. You know what I mean? And you could just do yeah. stuff like that. Like that would be, that'd be super fun. But I, I noticed that. But yeah, I think like any sort of change up is just going to kind of, yeah, wake you up from the zombie Tarkov state of just like, you know, shift W and around. Like I just try to use different guns, but I don't know. So. That's cool though. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh I think that'll that'll be cool, man. Um you'll you'll have to like you'll have to do keep track of like which guns perform the best or which oh, ones you yeah. do better. Because I, I assume you're gonna try like all the guns with all oh, the iron yeah, sights. For sure. So you might as well be like you should you should honestly do one of those like A, B, C tier, S tier, like oh, you should do a tier list. Iron sight tier list. Yeah. That dude, that I'm would, in. Dude, that's actually that's quality shit. Actually. That is, that's yeah, really, it's really specific. Um, but at some point, someone's gonna want to know like which iron sights to use. That video will be the de facto video, you know. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ooh, I like it. Yeah, do that, um, man. That's that's good. Last night or yesterday when I was playing, I, it was the perfect storm. You were talking about doing the immersion stuff. So you, I was listening to your music and the song "The Storm" off of the 1988 album came up. And yep. that song has such a vibe. And I queued into a raid at sunrise. And as soon as like, it's just, as soon as I queued into the raid, I was like, oh, chat. And I muted my mic and I turned off my camera and I just cranked the music. And I was just like walking through free looking around and chat was just like, holy cow, this is epic. Just the right? rays yeah. coming through the orange hue in the sky. You know, you hit L and you're looking at your gun, you check the chamber and the music. All you need is a hot vibing. key on your stream deck. You need a hotkey in your stream deck that crops the oh, like gives you black bars. I used bars to have on. that. I used to have that. Yeah, dude, it's freaking epic. So yeah, we were doing. I was like, man, maybe I should do some more immersion stuff. Like that was, that was good. You do it, man. I don't own. I, there's a lot of things like that that 
not that I think that you would necessarily worry about it, but I mean, who knows? Yeah. I'm sure somebody has worried about it. I get people all the time that mention stuff like, you know, people will send me a message like, hey, man, you know, I've got like seven subs on YouTube and I really wanted to do a video on Comtax and wanted to ask your permission. It's oh, like, first yeah. of all, bro, I don't own that. Yep. Don't call it, you know, in parentheses, Veritas's ultimate fucking headphone guide. Like, call it something else. Yeah. Um, But none of the... You can make parody songs. You're not stealing my idea 100%. because I made fucking Mosin Man. Like, um, yeah. Especially newer content creators should be more comfortable taking inspiration, doing things that are similar, especially if they feel like they can do it better. 100%. And fucking do it. Just, you know, make sure not to, don't rip anybody off. Don't plagiarize. Yeah. But you, people don't own styles. Nope. People don't own ideas. People don't own um you know video types nope. or genres or you know whatever yep it's funny like with those like s tier a tier you know the tier lists oh yeah it's funny because like i thought about it and i'm like no i feel like i'd be you know like no nobody was doing them and then all of a sudden pestily was doing them and i'm like oh you know I, I, maybe i would do it and i i lost interest in that idea but the, it crossed my mind like oh but that's like pestily's thing it's like Every fucking yep. niche in the world has 27 people doing tier lists. Yeah. It's not like Pestily owns tier lists yep. in Tarkov. Like, that's stupid, right? He didn't invent it. He just was one of the first ones that showed up in your recommended feed. Yeah. There's probably a million that have one view, you know, that yep. a million other people made. So, yeah, don't be shy. Have some balls. Don't don't rip off people, but uh, and and give and give credit where credit is due. Yeah, um, sure. when it comes to like inspiration and whatever. I mean, like I I've done songs, a bunch of my songs that I that I had done. Actually, one of them is is one of the, my favorite ones. I think you it's one of the ones maybe you like too. Um, I literally don't know how <laughs> what the name of any of my own songs. Are. I can imagine you just like name them and ship them and then just yeah. go to write more. Um, I'm going to find it, but, uh, it is, I, I named it the same name of the song that it like, not reminds me of, but there's like three chords and yeah. they're voiced in a particular way, but it's, it's not a cover song. Yeah. It's just like the three chords voiced in a certain way, but played completely different. And it's a different yeah. genre. Um, what fucking song is it? Is it oh recent? my god! No, it's an older one, slower one. Um, I mean, I'll find it. I just this is gonna drive me nuts. <laughs> I definitely um, agree with what you're saying, though. Where like people should be able, to, people should just make the content that they want to make. Like obviously, like ripping somebody off is one thing, but. And the thing that I always like go back to when I think about that, because I've I've 100% been there as when I was like smaller and I was like, I don't want to make a video if somebody already made a video on this. And it's like, I've been purchasing a few things. I've actually been <laughs> purchasing a few things for my my AR-15. I'm getting into the Pew Pew's IRL. Yeah. Anyway, I, I need to see photos. And uh, do you know how many videos I watched about each particular thing? Right? Like we do that. Nobody. Yeah. So, so, so that's such a perspective shift when you're making content. It's like, well, Veritas made a video on contacts. I don't know if I should. And it's like, but 
on the flip side, if you want to know about Comtex, you'll watch Veritas's video first because that'll be the first one recommended to you. And then you'll watch two more. And so it's like, yep. as a creator, you have to un like understand that that's how you consume. So that's how you're allowed to create. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yep. And I'm not going to say, especially if it's entertaining. Yeah. It's if it's not even informational, because if, if you're just yeah. parroting what somebody else is saying, that's just a copy pasta of the wiki page. Yeah. You're wasting your time. For sure. But by all means, you know, it's good practice editing and stuff. But, you know, if you want to be creative and make something entertaining. Yeah. You want to make a montage. There's an infinite number of montages that can be made. And someone's always like, I need another video to watch. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just it's exactly. Don't call it. Veritas's updated contact science guide or you know what I mean like immersion yeah. but but yeah just create the content because at the end of the day things change and uh like and exactly like you were saying it's not competition but it's if you think you can do it better that's good that's good for the platform as a whole because then that makes me want to make my next video better and thorough and it's just like it's just it's all good so I completely agree which is kind of a great segue type of conversation into the next thing we have here. You wrote down some like YouTube algorithm stuff, which as content creators, we mess with all day long. Yeah. And think yeah, about well, and dream about and have nightmares about. You know, we talked about it before and this yeah. is something that um, I just figured would be interesting to bounce stuff off of, you know, off of you. And then also I think if I was a, a listener, I would be interested to know the kinds of shit that we have to worry about. Oh, for you know sure. what I mean? And because like people wonder why people do this or why do they do that or whatever. Um, yep. Oh, but quick side note, the song is It's Not True. Oh, um, okay. That's actually was. It's like a, a chill lo-fi. It's my favorite song that I've made, I think, probably. Um, what out album of all is the it songs on? that I've made. Uh, Noir. It's the second oh, track. Okay. Um, but it's based off of if you listen to William Fitzsimmons, I don't know if you're familiar at all with William Fitzsimmons. Mm -hmm. He's like big beard, glasses with the beanie, wicked hippie, like hipster, you know, real okay. soft spoken guy with his acoustic guitar, and he just plays acoustic guitar and sings, just like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um I love I love like all of his music um and it's just a really chill kind of sad actually um mm. uh track and i ended up doing my own kind of like bluesy kind of lo-fi and it, it it shares nothing in common other than yeah the voicing of three chords three chords yeah but i named it it's not true because it's like First of all, it's a good name, and there's a million songs that are all named, you know, like Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, there's a million. Yep. They're all so. That was a way for me. I didn't want to. It wasn't a cover. I, yeah. I wasn't gonna buy a cover license, um, which I do for all the songs that I do covers for. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just I was like, I just feels like it. I want to yeah. be able to pay homage. You yeah, a hundred percent to a small slice of the inspiration not a cover yep. it's not directly inspired by but you want to put that anyway in yeah so so back to uh back to the algorithm so i have been balls deep trying to learn stuff about the youtube algorithm and we talked about the whole speed running videos and how they get like no views and you know it makes sense and everything um but there's been a bunch of stuff that 
first of all, that I've learned recently mm-hmm. that part of me feels kind of ashamed for not knowing. Um, but part of me is not because it's such a fucking black box yeah. and everything. Everything has been said one way or another eight million times. It's like impossible to know it's if so the hard. thing you heard. Like I, I read a blog post from 2019 and it's like this is the way that YouTube works now. Is this relevant? I have no fucking idea. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it could have been superseded two months later or it could still be the way things are. 100%. So, um, but a lot of the things are, I, I mean, I don't know if you've ever like hovered over the question mark, little ana- the little question mark buttons next to all the little things oh. on YouTube that I'm like, <laughs> I'm hovering over some of them now being like, oh, fuck, I wish I knew that. Oh, I, wish fuck, I, I wish I knew, knew that. that. <laughs> um, but so this all started because I was just wondering like, how 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 can I get more people watch the speedrunning videos? Um, knowing that, and there's a few presum- presumptions I'm making. Yeah, based on myself as someone who loves like the world record progression of fucking Super Mario 64, like all those videos by those guys, Summoning Salt yeah. and like um, Carl Jobst and Easyscape and Bismuth, all these guys that talk about like some cool, interesting, long form video essay. Yep. Um, or history of stuff. I watched all of those videos. I binge watched them all. To me, they're like, you know, DJ Peach Cobbler. It's just like, I could just watch them all. And it's yeah. like, I just want more. I just want more. So that's partially why I started making them because it's yeah. like, there's such a, a glut. There's a million people that are all like, here's my tutorial on how to do escape clip from Zelda. You know, and it's, yep. there's a million of those videos. But when it's like someone explaining, the history of finding like a crazy glitch and explaining how it works and like doing it well and being entertaining. Like I love that shit. So I wanted to kind of take part. So basically my assumptions are because those guys I talked about, they all get 300,000 views on the first two days in their videos and their videos all get millions of views. Um, And some of them only have three or 400,000 subscribers. So it's not like they have like 10 million subs. So there's a demand for it for sure. Yeah. And I feel as if the quality of my videos, like if I put these videos in front of those people, yes, they would also like them. Yes. So how can I do that? So I've been trying a few different yeah. things and I was trying to figure out like how, in order to answer that question, you need to first start with like, how, how does a video make it in front of anybody? Yep. There's like three or four ways. Someone searches for it. Yep. Someone subscribed to you and it shows up in your subscriptions Subscription list. Um, it gets like auto played after yeah. a video and or it's like in the recommended on the right side and it catches your eye. Yep. I think those are probably like the four at least that come to mind right now. Um, so I was like, all right, well, the subscriber thing is a little bit complicated because I'm subscribed to you know, like 100 fucking channels. Yeah. And it's very temporal. Based now, the fact that like I'm a content creator and I work from home, I literally every, all, like all day I'm like refreshing my feed because I'm always looking to watch something. Yeah. While I'm working, um, so, but like I can see someone who you know when I worked a nine to five, it's really easy to come home at six p.m. and to ha- have there be a giant thing of twenty or thirty videos from the last three or four days that you just like haven't gotten to. Yep. So sometimes, like, if my video isn't in that batch of the first page or two, yep. then people just won't see it. Um, I ended up holding a poll, and it's like 80% of the people are like, I haven't seen any of your speedrunning videos in my subscriptions feed. Yep. Now, I could go down the rabbit hole of, like, 
YouTube is suppressing my blah, blah, blah. But I, I, there's a few different things there. I think yeah. a lot. I'm skeptical that it's not showing up for people. Um, but then also I've learned a bunch that might shed some light on that. Um, but the first thing I did <laughs> after the, deep, dark it was going down the, 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 I went down this, like the search, um, to try to figure out like, okay, well, how the fuck does search work? Yeah. I always just assumed, and, and I'm, this is one of those things that like, you know, now that it's my full-time job. This is the this is the most unqualified I've ever been for any job I've ever called my full time job is, is a YouTuber you YouTube. know <laughs> because you ask me how fucking anything that I do works when, when it comes to mobile apps or you know you with your video stuff like we fucking know what we're talking about yeah you know like and if we don't it's our job to learn, to learn and it, it won't take us long to get up to speed and then after a week we're experts with it it's not easy with youtube because it's a big black box they don't fucking share anything with us everybody and their mother thinks they're an expert on it um but one of the things the first thing i did was just search um i'm like what would be something that i would want to see my video show up in the search results and one of them oh. was like ocarina of time speedrun guide yeah now it's not yeah <laughs> My video is not a tutorial and it's not a guide. It's so yeah. much more than that. Like my series is like it's more of a masterclass from like a meta level around yeah. like if you want to if you ever wanted to get into something, you you should watch these fucking 50 tutorials, but I would start with my video. Yeah. Because it gives you history, it tells you a bunch of things I wish I knew when I started. Yeah. You'll see all the mistakes I made in a funny fucking, yep. you know, lull way because it's embarrassing and it's, you know, hilarious seeing me go yeah. through all these bloopers and everything. Like, it just has all the things. It's like the experience it has of it, not just yeah. a specific tutorial. It's the experience of speedrunning. But, like, that's who, you know, if someone wanted to get into speedrunning, my video being learning how to speedrun Ocarina of Time in six weeks or whatever, like, that seems like a good a good start right like yeah, somebody's for searching sure. for that so I, and i'm thinking like you know people are ocarina of times 20 fucking years old like how many tutorials oh, or speedrun yeah. guides how many new ones have there been in the last month i i would i, I was naively thinking i've got 150,000 subscribers i just did this really high quality you know mm. extremely well received based on the 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 comments yep. um in the feedback that i've gotten like this video I think if I search OOT speedrun guide, you know, I'd be, I'd get something, you know, I would hopefully that I would be, you know, in, in somewhere in the, in the top results, you know, at least maybe top 10, but that's sure. me assuming that it's like based on like the size count. of a, the yeah. size of a creator putting out quality stuff and having it be relevant time-wise. Yeah. So went into incognito mode, did that. And I just kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and I counted, and I was 135th. Oh my gosh, you counted in this in the search results. I counted, yeah. yeah. I mean, once I got once I got to like the third page, I'm like, I I have to now keep track because the number is going to be relevant. Like, yeah, you know, I have to know the absurd number, and it was like 135th. So the third video was, and and this is what baffled me. This is what made me know, like I know nothing like yeah. you know nothing Jon Snow it's when I saw that the third result and I think I sent you a screenshot um and I, I like tweeted this out too the yeah. third result was let me let me pull it up 
So the video was want to speedrun Zelda on NES. Here's a 100% tutorial. So that's the title. Now keep in mind, I my search was OOT speedrun guide. It and speedrun was one word. Oh yeah. So his title had speed space run. It didn't say anything about OOT and it said tutorial instead of guide. I'm like, I, I'm wondering. Here's what's going through my head. Speed run and speed space run are those the same in the eyes of the title? I don't know if they're the same, right? Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Zelda and OOT. Does Google know enough to link those two together? I have no fucking idea. Tutorial yeah. and guide are those synonymous in the dictionary in the algorithm? Dude. I have no fucking idea, right? So I'm like, well, you know, let me let me look at the tags, and I'm looking at his tags, and it's like the Legend of Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. The Hyrule Fantasy, Famicom, Nintendo, NES, Zelda NES. So already, like, none of those things are, are all relevant to OOT speedrun guy. Yeah. So, like, it, you'll see a theme that it's like Google seems like it has all this crazy meta yeah. information. But then also, like, you get to a certain point where then people will say, like, oh, well, what do you expect them to have all this crazy meta information? It's like, well, how the fuck do they do any of the shit that they do if they don't? Yeah. Like, so, and then he has Zelda speedrun, 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 Zelda speedrun 100%, Zelda speedrun tutorial, Zelda NES walkthrough, Zelda speedrun tutorial. Okay, cool. So. And that's all speed space it's, run? It's, he does have speedrun as one word, but those are in the tags. Yeah, okay. Um, But he doesn't have guide in there. So really the only thing is speedrun. Yeah. In which case, there's like a million... So, okay, let's just keep going here. I'm like going down the rabbit hole. I'm like, okay, well, my my title, How I Learned to Speedrun Ocarina of Time. I Part of me wants to say like learned. Like learn would be guide, tutorial, newbie, beginner. Like those things should all be, yeah. you know, I don't know, maybe. Because um, you can't put 19 synonyms in a title. It would just look like a fucking... 100%, yeah. Tag copy pasta, yeah. you know? So it's really hard to, to try to find the balance here. Um. I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's a bigger channel. I've got 155,000 subscribers. He has 659. Okay. Maybe he, maybe he's like a well-known Ocarina of Time yeah. speedrun tutorial guy. Not really. Yep. Maybe this video was newer. It wasn't even a video. It was a live stream from four years ago. <laughs> maybe his description has more stuff in it. Now, his description did have, like, one of those... Now, something that I just, like, literally today and yesterday started to do, which is, like, here's my book report summary about my video and what, and nobody's going to fucking read this thing because you're literally going to watch the video that's going to tell you the thing that I'm t typing out now, right? Yep. Like, you didn't come for a book report. You came for a video, Yep. you know? So, but did have, like, a... But it, his video said, like, this is not a guide and it's not for beginners, but I'm wondering, like, it says beginners. Does that mean that it's like, oh, beginners, right? Like, wait, in the title it says beginners. So in his description, sorry, okay. he, he didn't say it's not a guide. He said that this is like assumes that you are an yeah, intermediate okay. speaker and you're not a beginner. And here I'm thinking, like, if if I put beginner in the search, would that would his be more likely to get than mine because he says not beginner and mine doesn't say anything? You know, it's like, yep, oh, fucking a. And then, you know, then the other thing was like, oh, well, people tell me that my, you know, my thumbnails are bad because, you know, they might not. So, some some folks say that they have a picture of my face on there. And then other people say, 
oh well you know they've got a picture of someone's face on there so like you want to you want to train people to like recognize you yeah you know or whatever so i've been trying a few different things and i understand the whole like if you're fucking pewdiepie you put your face on yeah, a thumbnail yeah, yeah. Than if you're brand new but at the same time like a decent number of people know my face and also you know it makes for an interesting thumbnail like i could put link but every fucking thumbnail has link on there so yeah. i put my face with fucking a hyrule shield and not a speedrunner covering up my eyes which is inspired by this other thing i forget what it was even about um, but it was basically almost like a way of being like, look at this fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Zero to hero kind of thing. You know, thinking, oh, I, was, I was just trying to be creative. Yep. And then his, he doesn't even have a thumbnail. It's just a screenshot of an oh. NES screen. And how and many views like does this video have? 9,000. Yep. And mine has 7,000. And his was third in the search oh, results. Third, and that's right. And was 133rd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like, fuck. Like, where do I yeah. even begin? Like, I have a better, in many ways, a better title, and my description had chapters. Yeah. The chapters had, I don't know if the keywords, do those count as, uh, the chapters, do those count as keywords? I don't fucking know, right? Like, if I have a chapter called Beginner Guide, is yeah. that going to proc the search results? It does get indexed, but I think the weight is different than tags. But, like, your description does get indexed. Okay, so what do you what's your understanding about tags? Dude, my understanding about them is that um is that it is more directly correlated to a specific searchable term. <clears throat> yeah. That's what I thought too. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I would do speed run, speed space run, ocarina of time, yeah. OOT, Zelda speed run, Zelda speed run. And, and then this is one of those things that, like, I have no idea if this works or if it's relevant or if it's important. But I would do, like, OOT speedrun guide, Ocarina of Time speedrun yeah, guide, yeah. two versions with speed space run, like, you know, a million fucking things. But yeah. you can only do, like, the one variation of everything of one phrase before you're out of fucking yeah, space. Yeah, space for tags. But if you go to the tag section, this made me, like, cringe. Uh, because I'm like, holy fuck. Underneath tags, the title, it says tags can be useful if content in your video is commonly misspelled. Otherwise, tags play a minimal role in helping viewers find your video. That's not This is on the YouTube true, video, though. This is on videos YouTube, like the, the, the details page on YouTube. This is not like a blog. Hold on. Doesn't that, that complete, like, I thought the tags was, like, the search metadata. Yeah. And this is basically telling me, like, that doesn't fucking matter at all. It's like, okay, well, See, then that's th news I, to me. I think that's not true. I think that's, to be honest with you, I think that's an oversimplification of it. So, on YouTube's end, so that YouTube doesn't think that doesn't try to make their creators think that that's the most important thing. It tries to point them. Because do you have like TubeBuddy or vidIQ or anything? Yeah, and those things all give you like a million fucking thumbs up. And it, Okay, but, but reading YouTube's literal community like help page. Tags are descriptive keywords you can add to your video to help viewers find your content. Okay, cool. Your video's title, thumbnail, and description are more important pieces of metadata for your video's discovery. These main pieces of information help viewers decide which videos to watch. 
Yeah. Tags, uh, otherwise, they play a minimal role in your video's discovery. Adding excessive tags to your video... Oh, sorry. Tags to your video description is against... Okay, so yeah. you don't want to fill up your fucking description with tags. Because people, people used to do that all the time. It's... I, I don't know, man. I, I I mean, it's it's YouTube. You're reading the direct YouTube thing. It's just like, okay, so my video that I posted two days ago was uh, Lessons from Beyond the Grave, and it was called How to Combat Peeker's Advantage in Tarkov. That was the name. How to Combat Peeker's Advantage in Tarkov, not in Escape from Tarkov. And I tagged it up a bunch of stuff, and I can see that Escape from Tarkov Peeker's Advantage, which is one of the tags that I used, TubeBuddy is telling me that I rank fourth in that listing. That, like, if you if you search into YouTube Escape from Tarkov Peeker's Peaker's advantage, I will come forth. So I just opened a new incognito window, went to youtube.com, licked it, and I'm fourth. So it's like, that's not the title of my video. You know what I mean? Escape from Tarkov Peaker's advantage is not the title of my video. So no. if I hadn't put that in there as a tag, no, how would I have ranked fourth? Your description is learning how to com combat Peaker's advantage and escape from Tarkov. Yeah, I'm not saying it's I'm not I'm not saying that that tag was the only thing, but I just like it's got to be like it also tells me that I'm ranked second in the tag Jesse Kazam. And if you just look up Jesse Kazam, the second video is that video. Why are you ranked second? <laughs> because one of my other videos is ranked first, just a different video. Oh, the, the one oh, I posted sorry. today I you were saying, is like your channel. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's an imposter. Bro. I mean, I'm probably this. I'm I'm definitely like the the Project Veritas is is oh yeah that's a whole other ball of wax too like part part of me is like yeah. worried that like i'm like flagged as some like weird conservative news thing because oh because of, of the affiliation yeah. with that but that, that, that's a whole other thing so I don't, i'm not saying i'm definitely not saying i think that tags play a huge weight but i i definitely think that it feels like from what i understand youtube is definitely underselling it a bit in that documentation i kind of want to like and here's the thing this is like sad and but i feel like it would I don't want it to hurt my, like what I'm doing, right? Like if you just post a video that's like a test video, mm -hmm. does would that is that gonna fuck up your placement and the algorithm? You know what I mean? Like who Probably. knows? But like I would love to take a video and then put literally like nothing in the title and in the description, but and put something yeah. extremely specific. You know, Q one seven eight nine eight four. You know, like really fucking specific in the tags. And then like search for it and then see like does the one with the description come up? Because everything yeah. I've learned, everything I've learned in the last 72 hours tells me that the reason why your your video has come up fourth is not because of your tags. It's because of your title and your description. Because you have Peaker's Advantage Tarkov in so if I just do Tarkov Peaker's Advantage. So if I do Tarkov Peaker's Advantage, the four the listing of four. So one of Sacriel's videos from six months ago yeah. is third. That goes away. Yeah. Yours becomes third. And then some other dude doing a Peaker's Advantage ping test then becomes fourth. Yeah. But it's like, but, but why? Dude, you it's, know, it's like complicated. It's it's weird. <laughs> I yeah, I, I definitely don't claim to be an expert in any stretch of the imagination. I just the way that I I feel like I feel like the title, I feel like the description, I don't know, man. I, I view the title as like, 
getting somebody to click the video. Like I don't, I don't think through my titles through the lens of how do I get this on somebody's youtube.com homepage. I think through my titles as it's on the homepage. How do I get you to click my video amongst everybody else's video? And I use tags I and to. descriptions to get my video to your homepage. And I've had success with that. Yeah, so I, I used to... This actually be interesting to go back and look at like the evolution of my... Because I usually look at like my thumbnails. But to look at like the evolution... The, the more popular I got, the more I felt as if I could make titles and thumbnails that were 100%. not click i don't i don't mean clickbait but like no yeah you, they're just like a question mark you 100%. know like oh you know because 100%. you know it's going to be in front of a lot of people yeah so you want it to stand out amongst 10 yeah whereas when you're when you're brand new you're like my video i need like i put every tag here because i just want somebody to come across yes you know so like um if i scroll way way back you know, like I would always have like, you know, some fancy title like Loot Goblin episode one, but it would be like escape from Tarkov item case full raid. You know what I mean? Like the second yep. half of the thing. Um, yep. And I definitely found, you know, I was probably doing that less, a little bit less and less because it's like I felt like I could make it less. It, it's like when you want to do something that's like, no, nah, man, this song is like not it's not like a pop song, dude. It's my fucking art. You know, yep. I don't care. Like people are going to like it or they're not going to like it kind of thing. It's like, yep. OK, you could do that when you're the Beatles. A hundred percent. No, and but, you're, you're absolutely right that like when you are crushing it, the, it, it, it's actually, I think, better for you to like ease off the titles into like the more like weird, funny just like random because exactly you're getting people you know the question isn't how do i get this on people's homepages the question is it's there how do i get them to click on it and not the other 30 videos they see and that's a yep. completely different thumbnail or that's a completely different titling strategy you know what i mean so when you're crushing it when you were when tarkov drops event and you were making those videos that were getting hundreds of thousands of views the algorithm is like the minute you post a video it's on the homepage then you can you can ease off those titles so i completely agree i think I think the answer to this, like, I think the YouTube algorithm is so complicated that the answers to these questions is actually different if you're posting a speedrun video versus you posting a Tarkov video. Totally, 100%. So, which, which is what's even more, you know what I mean? So, when, like, when I, the way I look through things is I've only ever posted Tarkov videos on my channel and I'm posting more Tarkov videos. So, I can look through it through a different lens of you're now posting different content to your channel and then trying to figure out the algorithm all Dude, over again when i when i went to just this is how my brain works when i was going to pick up my coffee before uh started the stream today i was thinking in my head i'm like a really interesting youtube series and i i come up with a youtube series idea every 45 minutes yeah. <laughs> you know and, and none of them ever yeah. come to fruition but it's like this would be an interesting thing for a podcast a whole totally separate channel i don't know but what i was thinking basically was like decoding the youtube algorithm but the conclusion I came to when I was thinking about that was essentially that it's so complicated that there are as many answers yes. as there are different scenarios. So if you are 
a variety person in a particular country yep. who speaks a particular language and you yep. have a small number of subscribers, what to do is complete. It's like a completely For different sure. set of rules. So, but everybody is under the impression, <clears throat> everybody thinks that they're an expert and they have like, oh, well, this is the one or two things that you need to do. Yeah. If it and works for like, me, it'll work for you. And that's not. And half of the people, A, they haven't made it work for them, first of all. So they don't yep. fucking know. They just read it on a blog post or they think they know because it like makes intuitive sense. But like, so does tags or what searches are based yeah. on when, you know, clearly that is at least according to YouTube's documentation, not yeah. as straightforward as I thought. Um, and then there are a bunch of other people that say it worked for me when you're you and it's different because, yeah. you know, if I want to go do something, it, I mean, it's it's the same reason why when you see, uh, you know, when you see Pestily or Aqua playing some random game, you know, they've still got thousands of viewers. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I end up with an 87, right? Like it's yeah. because they, there's it's a different audience. starting point, different, yeah. just different things altogether. But the untrained eye will say, that person's just better than you. And, you know, clearly you did something wrong and you suck, you know, or yeah. whatever. And it's like, okay. Um, and that's the thing is like, I think the question, especially around your scenario, comes down to how do we as humans determine the quality of something? And how does the YouTube algorithm determine the quality of something? Because quality you, and relevancy. Yeah. So if you ask me, when I when I search a term and uh, we know what determines the quality, some of the things like a Venn diagram are similar, like the thumbnail and the titling and stuff like that. But also a part of it will be like the like to dislike ratio, right? Like if, if it's got 99% likes and there's a different video with a similar thumbnail that's got 40% like to dislike ratio, I'm probably not going to click that one. And your videos probably have a great like to dislike ratio. So, but if you look through, they're actually not, they're not my, my Tarkov ones are better than my non Tarkov ones, but the non Tarkov ones are all, they're always, always usually around 90%. Yeah, it's still which a is good, low. it's still, but, and I think what I'm trying to say is like, and then if you ask the YouTube algorithm, you know, a computer, a borderline sentient computer, how to determine the quality of something. How, do, how would it determine the quality of your speedrunning video? You know what I mean? It's going to take into account how many people clicked on it and then clicked away. Yeah. So how many that people was, watched that was, it based on the past 10 videos you've put out? Things that we as humans wouldn't yeah. use to it. So, so that's why I think it's so different. Like I, my bet is that those videos, the speedrun videos you did on Ocarina of Time, will have a, uh, a, a better long-term growth than most of your other Tarkov videos. Because I think what'll happen is over a long stretch of time, th those videos will tell YouTube time and time again when people click, when they watch longer than your average videos, when they write comments. And you know what I mean? Like that that's a good video. Like we talked a few weeks ago about how like my, you know, 58 minute Ultimate Escape from Tarkov Beginner's Guide bombed when I first posted it. When the first month it was live, it did. It was like the worst video I had posted that month. Because my audience was not used to long form. I was like, I post 10 minute videos. You know what I mean? It is now my most viewed video of all time because over time, you know, it, it, whatever, 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 YouTube does this thing. So that's what I think is it's just like by the met, by a lot of the metrics that this machine determines quality, your videos aren't crossing that line 
only yeah. because people are clicking on it, clicking away because they want to watch a Tarkov video or they're seeing it and not clicking it because they're not used to that from you. Because it, it doesn't show. So here's the deal. It doesn't show up in search as we've determined. Yeah. It's it's not highly searchable no. or whatever, because it's kind of like this nebulous mishmash. Yeah, it's it's a lot of things. Um, but then it does get shown randomly to a bunch of people who click it, who don't know any who don't watch me on Twitch, don't yes. know anything about my speed running. They watch literally 10 seconds. Of like, what the fuck is this? And they click away. You can literally see the drop off is like instantaneous. Yep. And it's like nobody's watching your video, so they don't recommend it to more yep. people um because from a ten thousand so foot view that looks exactly like somebody clicking on a video and going this is a bad video they click away if they click on the video and they're like oh this is just isn't what i was looking for they click away ten thousand foot view that looks the same so yeah, the youtube so like algorithm a, the goes oh this is a bad video you know what i mean and and that's the the thing like you know people are like oh well you know you got to think about the algorithm the engineer in me wants to say i want the algorithm to be better and if yeah. I'm the one who coded it, I would consider what I'm finding here a failure and I would want to address it in some yeah. way. And maybe they are. I don't know. Like it's, it's way more complicated. They're there to make money, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. But yeah. um, but like I'm sure the fact that I had a lot more people instantly watch a video who weren't interested in it. Maybe they clicked it fucking by accident and yeah. then leave. But then you look at it and if you compare it to the other video in the search results, that guy had like five comments. Yeah. It had like it had like ten votes and no down votes because the only people that watched it was like his grandmother and his little brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then him eight other times. Um. So he's a hundred percent, you know, like ratio, and everybody watched an hour and nine, you know, an hour and a half yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas mine has a ninety three percent, but but the the thing that is missed is that if you look through the comments every comment and there's like a hundred hundred plus comments now a hundred comments on a video with less than ten thousand views is pretty good it's a, that's a lot and they're all paragraphs saying so basically something along the lines of like you've blown my mind again this is the greatest content ever i cannot fucking believe how amazing yeah. this is and it's like Ah, but you know, YouTube doesn't see that. Yeah, I don't. I, w as, I wonder if YouTube indexes the comments because that would be really interesting. It doesn't seem like they do. I don't know, but it but probably that would be really interesting. For, for all I know, it it sees all of this stuff and is like, nobody could like the video as much as they do. This must be yeah. bot spam. So I it probably like knocks <laughs> it down. I uh, want to see. Like, I am glad that you actually counted out where your uh your video ranked. I really want to see. If a, like a month from now, it ranks significantly higher. Like, I think, I think if I had to guess, and it's a complete guess, I think you're getting over the hump of exactly of as a robot, it can't tell that's not a bad video because people yeah, keep yeah, yeah. clicking on it and clicking away, clicking on it and clicking away. But I would say that like 95% of the people that are going to click on that video and click away in less than 10 seconds have already done so. Because they're they're represented by mostly your 155,000 subs that saw it in their thing. So I would yep. say I would say let's pretend you posted that video today. Moving forward, it will be an infinitely smaller percentage of people that click on it and then click away in 10 seconds. And I want to know from today forward what that will teach the YouTube algorithm, and if it'll if it'll basically restart itself with a really small subsample of maybe those your tags and words. And then people like it, they'll click a little bit. People like it, they'll click a little bit. And I wonder if it'll be just enough to like, what if you're, what if, you know, next week, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, you're ranked 40th. 
that's a huge increase. Like I would just be super interested to see if it it bombed you because it's like, uh oh. Yeah. But as long as people are clicking on the video and watching it, even if it's a small subset, I wonder if the YouTube algorithm will be like, oh, well, let me try that again with different people. Like, I wonder if it's smart enough to do that. It was it's so, so and, interesting. And and there and there's other there's a few other aspects I want to touch on. We don't have to talk about this forever. Um, I love it. Though. One of the one of the things I, I'm like, all these things are popping in my head, and I'm like writing bullet points down so I don't forget. Um, all of this could change like tomorrow if like if one and i'm not this isn't like me asking for it i'm just theory crafting if like if simply who's one of the bigger super mario yeah twitch um uh speedrunners um if like he were to watch it on stream and also him and a few other people did like a react you know react to it that could be something that overnight completely transforms the channel 100%. you know what i mean 100%. because there's a there's another content creator that I actually really like watching uh charlie brown 64 he literally started his channel he has three videos five months ago three months ago one month ago okay so two months in between videos yeah three videos he has sixty four thousand subscribers wow his first video 7.4 million views his second video, 783,000 views. Now, it just so happens that it's the first one is him. He was one of the first people to do the, there was a speedrunner that pretended like he was doing a blindfolded speedrun when he could clearly see. And he tried to play it off like it wasn't. So, like, it was basically obvious cheater fakes, which yeah. is kind of like, it's, it's, I don't want to say like, I don't want to demean it like drama no, alert, but it, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It's like, if there's a lawsuit or drama, like, that shit's interesting it's and interesting, people need to talk yeah. about it. Um, but like 7 million views. It's, it's because I watched simply, I watched simply's video and cheese's video and like two or three other people's video all reacting to this guy's video. Yep. And then I also watched the guy's video and then I subscribed to him. You know what I mean? So it's like, but then, you know, people are like, oh, well, think about all of these things that you have to do and oh, but you're small and oh, but blah, and, all, and it's like this guy puts out one video that that overnight gets millions of views. And it's like. My shit is, you know, like, yeah, it might not be as as like gossipy, but it's like. If if I were to put it up in a video contest for sure, yeah, head to head and there was a panel of judges, I'd feel pretty good about mine. Yeah, you know having a good chance at winning at least like that's how i think about it yep um no. which isn't how youtube works i know but uh 100 like, so that's kind of like the other part of me is is that i went and uh tweaked one of my other videos before made some changes to the title added a description a couple other things to yeah. like make it before it was like how i learned how i became a super mario speedrunner uh sorry how i became an ocarina of time speedrunner in six weeks that was it. I changed it to now it's learning to speedrun Ocarina of Time. And I have like a little pipe. Yeah. OOT speedrun progression slash guide slash tutorial. In the, so in the title. Yeah. Um, And then I added, you know, hashtag OOT, hashtag speedrun, hashtag tutorial because I never fucking did hashtags yeah. at all. And then in the description, the best part is how I weaved in, in the fucking tags in the English. It's like. I walked, I walk 
walkthrough. I walk through as in one word, which is grammatically incorrect, but uh-huh. it's the word walkthrough. I walk through the different speedrun categories, like any percent, 100 percent, etc., touching on concepts like arbitrary code execution, ace, stale reference manipulation, SRM, and more. Yeah. I break down the because you know I list all these fucking things in. They're all tags in sentence form, right? Yeah. It's it doesn't add any fucking value, but these are things that people might search for. So, what was the what, what was, was the how when did you change it and have you seen any noticed anything different? This is the hard part. Um. This is the fucking hard part. It's it's basically impossible. There's, I, there's too many moving yep. parts. It's basically because impossible. I'm, I'm I'm putting out new videos that are all linking back to this. Now here's the thing I wanted to talk about because I tried something and this is an experiment. I, my money took an F for the team to learn something. I went down the Google AdSense advertising hole oh, okay. to advertise two of my videos. Two different types, two different ways. I'm like learning how it works. It's really fucking confusing. But I spent for that the first video I did it, over the course of four days. Um I spent seven hundred and fifteen dollars. Okay. And what that did was it, I believe, put my video in like the the upper right hand corner of the list, like the yeah, up next, like yeah, kind yeah. of like the, the suggested sort of thing. Uh-huh. So it put it there. And I I originally had picked like all countries. I'm like, why would I limit it? You know, Brazil, fucking blah blah, like yeah. all these countries. It's this is it's I'm there's so many fucking aspects to this. So I'm gonna have to cut a bunch of this out. Um, but I did like all the countries and I just t- put a bunch of things like anybody interested in speedrunning, speedruns, Zelda, blah, yep. blah blah, Nintendo, you know, whatever. Um so I spent seven hundred dollars. And over the course of those few days, I got, where are you? Um, the, the ad itself got 1.1 million impressions. Okay. And it resulted in a little bit more than 14,000 views. So, so, but my, now keep in mind, it had 8,000 before. Yeah. Now, Money-wise, this is god-awful. I made like $3 in ad revenue, and I spent $700. Yeah. So, like, it, it's absolutely terrible. Yeah. But it was like, I need to you figure out— You want to learn something, yeah. What, what, you know, if it's that it's not in front of enough people, let me put it in front of more people, you know? Because yeah. there's, also, there's also the possibility—I don't believe this, but there's a possibility that my videos are just— like, that the, the, the 3,000 people that comment that are like, this is the greatest thing of all time, they are the minority— and everybody else is like, this is trash and shit, and it's the worst thing ever, and nobody would yeah. ever like it. Maybe that's the case, right? I don't think so, um, but you know, how am I supposed to know? So it went from 8,000 views to now it has 21,000 views in like two or three days. So yeah. almost tripled. So, and if I go to the analytics for that video, because before it was like minus three subs, and like I made like a dollar eighty-two. Yeah, yeah. Now the video is. $26 in revenue and I've gotten 1600 new subscribers. So it's like, okay, well that uh, makes the $700 a little less shitty. That's super interesting. Um but then it's like it got to a point where I had I had it where it was $100 $150 a day. It was like the maximum yeah, thing yeah. and it was just serving it out. But then I started looking through and I'm like, these numbers aren't great. Like, I'm not really loving like the analytics I'm looking because you get to see the view rate and the impressions and blah, blah, blah. Um, 
and I ended up looking and it was like 90 something percent of the like the traffic was like Indian and Asian countries, which was like, there's nothing wrong with those countries. No, Let me say that course. right now. Yeah. But it's just like, that's not my target demographic, I yeah. guess. You know what I mean? Like, I would expect United States, Canada. I know that, like, when it comes to my videos and my streams, yeah. it's U.S., Canada, U.K., Brazil, um, some other South American countries, some other European countries, Russia. But that's, you know, that's those are the yep. main, those are, like, 85% of the views. Yeah. So the fact that I'm paying $700 to have, it, it's like, it, it almost felt like going to one of those third-party places where they're like, we're going to help do your app store optimization. For sure. And it's literally, you realize afterwards, I've worked at companies that like realize this afterwards, that they just paid this company like $3,000 to just have a bunch of people who barely speak English. All they did like, was rate it five yeah. stars and was like, this app's so great. I love every feature of this app I'm definitely using legitimately. And it's like, yeah. And then after two weeks, all of those reviews go away, and it's like, why? Oh, because they were fucking flagged as spam because yep. they're not real. Um, and yeah, it, it's almost like it came. But this is from Google itself. Yeah, it's just like it just felt like like the CPM on those. The average CPM is thirty five cents. Woof, that's terrible. That's terrible. So then I did another experiment. Okay, I stopped it. I stopped it early. This was the first Super Mario 64 video I did because it like it had Mario on the thumbnail. Yeah, it had a different yeah. strategy. So I'm like, let me see that. So that was only one day. But what was different was this was a pre-roll video, like a pre-roll ad, a skippable pre-roll. So like it was one of those skip things, you know how to like you yep, usually yep. have like 30 seconds. Now that's what I thought it was gonna be. It's so complicated setting this shit up. I it's did. Really, I've never done really this. Fucking, yeah. You need to make like a campaign and then an ad group and then placements and then demographics and then tie them all together and then like I thought I did it and then four days later I was like, why is nothing happening? It's because I didn't attach these. It's fucking complicated. Um, but the best fucking part of this. So this. So what? What I did was I wanted to make it so that I want to be more specific. Okay. The CPM on these was eight dollars and change. Whoa. So now keep in mind, this is the CPM I'm paying, right? Like normally when we talk about CPM, yeah. this that's what we're getting. Yeah. But, but this you're... is what I'm paying. So, you know, okay. Um, but yeah, $8.71. This had 7,000 impressions compared to 1.1 million. And it ended up with the video getting about 1,000 views. So... It's one-seventh, basically, like impressions yeah. to views. So you have one million to 10,000 versus 7,000 7, to 1,000. 1, it's, it's, I mean, this is 10x more, yeah. more views per impressions. Um, but I, I stopped it because it didn't feel great. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I, here's what I did. I was like, my theory is that people who watch Summoning Salt, people who watch Carl Jobst, yeah. people who watch Bismuth, all those channels that I love, that they all put out at one video a month. They People want more. I'm not trying to steal yeah. their subs or steal their, like, I want more of their shit. Yep. In the meantime, like, here's a video that's that you guys might like. So it's basically saying, put this video as a pre-roll ad on these, like, six channels. Yep. And... 
first of all, th this is so awkward in so many s multiple ways. I, I've, I, it's like, it's like cringeworthy. Dude. Oh no! It's, so first of all, I thought it was just gonna be like a preview of my video, yeah, you know, like the first thirty seconds. It's a full skippable pre-roll, so it was a forty-eight minute long skippable oh ad. Oh my <laughs> god! Are you serious? I no, I didn't know. There's like no way to fucking see, dude. <laughs> so it's like it's a forty-eight thing. minute ad, and after five seconds, you can just skip it if you want. Oh like, my! I didn't. I didn't realize that. God, bro! How fucking terrible that is. So that's already like that was just me not setting dude, it up properly. Got him. That's the first bit, but the reason, the second cringe <laughs> aspect of this was the way I found out about it. So, Carl Jobs recently had a video that came out about, did you, did you watch The King of Kong? Mm. Okay, God, I'm adding this on the list of things you need to watch. Okay. Um, it's uh, the, 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 the Donkey Kong Netflix thing about the, oh God, okay. It's a, I, won't, I won't get into okay. details, but it's really good. You should watch it. I put it on the list, so we'll talk about uh, uh, suggestions later. But um, basically, uh, there's a guy, Billy Mitchell, who uh, is um, he's he is suing a lot of people for telling the truth about all the weird shit and sketchy shit and shady shit he's done in the realm of like Guinness okay. Book of World Records and Pac-Man World Records and yeah. Just not not legitimate. Okay. Um, and I, now I'm probably gonna get a cease and desist letter. And yeah, he's doing <laughs> like super. Oh, I don't. I don't. I, I didn't want to say this. I. I won't say it. Fuck. This okay. involves another content creator who's who took their own life. That mm. was. Um. I was a fan of. It was a uh, someone who was big in the speedrunning community, and uh, it just so happened that person was going through a bunch of health issues while also being a million dollar lawsuited against mm. um, by this guy for being called a cheater because he was a fucking cheater and it's proven. Um, mm. Yeah, so fucking sad, sad story. But anyway, um, Carl Jobs put out a video about him and some other folks regarding like the Donkey Kong retro game okay. lawsuit community and Guinness World Records and all kinds of other bullshit. So I was super excited, ended up clicking on the video, um, and I always leave, I, I, as a content creator, I try to, like, engage with videos, yeah, I'll like, leave a comment, comment, and I will like, and, you know, all those things, because I know it helps. First of all, so this is a, the biggest con men in video game history strike again, Carl Drops, so 350,000 views one day ago. Um, you, sh you guys should all watch it, um, <clears throat> but... I left a comment that was making a joke, like a like a snarky joke about like in before he's like essentially trying to get like a hundred percent lawsuit world record. Like it was a really yeah. dumb, you know, just like tongue in cheek joke. And the first comment was, "Wow, I just got your entire Super Mario sixty four speedrunning video as an ad on this video. Why?" I was like, <laughs> "Wait, it just like hits too close to home when you're sitting there in Google AdSense Bro. and you're like." And you're like clicking on tags and descriptions and blah 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 and choosing videos and like whatever. It's like it's so different than now. I realize that like I feel like I'm the guy trying to give you like a like a Jesus loves you pencil from the cup outside of like your workplace and you're just like fuck yeah. off. 
I and like the the store owner comes out and is like, not that Carl said anything to me, no, you know, or anything yeah. like that. He was just in there a couple of days ago resubbing, but it's just like. I didn't like, I'm like, fuck, the whole video? I'm like, wait a minute, an entire video? So then that's how I figured out about it. That's, um, oh. But yeah, then about a few other people commented that was like, I got a fucking full length, like 40 minute ad. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And I'm like, ooh, I fucked up big time. So that was a sweet, <laughs> um, a sweet $70 down the, well, $70 for a thousand views. I don't know. I wonder. I'd have to do the math and then also look to see how many subscribed and if those views were more valuable because that was just only in U.S. and Canada show this as a pre-roll ad yeah. on only these six channels. That seems like a way smarter. Yeah. But what so I'm going to have to targeted. do is I'm going to have to make like a 60-second advertisement video outside of YouTube. Yep. Like as if I'm like Dr. Scholes or something, right? Like as if I am someone who needs to advertise. Yeah. My product, it just so happens my product is a YouTube series. I don't know if I want to do that. It seems yeah. kind of fucking lame. But at the same time, it's like, it's marketing, you know? You got to do what you got to yeah, do. And, and trying to, know. yeah, trying to do what we were saying, which is like get your video in front of the eyeballs that want to watch that type of content. Because like we said, like you can prove that there people want it. People want that type of content. People enjoy that type of content. Your video is up there. So yeah, it's a it's a weird thing. I've never been down that rabbit hole of the AdSense thing. Like that's it's not surprising that I've did I did some like I worked as like a social media guy for a while at at a business and I did some Facebook marketing and it was yeah, it was hella confusing. Similar. You have to do a campaign, they have to do an ad, and it's like, do you want you know, like single guys with two brothers and one sister between the ages of 18 and 19 and a half who are left-handed. Like, it's crazy. Like, it just, it goes so deep. It's not surprising at all that it, there were mistakes to be made because it's incredibly weird and confusing. And that's, yeah. oof. So, so the last thing I'll, I'll, I'll say really quickly is, there's the meme about like hit the bell icon. I've never said it before. Oh yeah. I've never told anybody to do it before because I, I just hate the things that people, that everybody says that everybody says just because everybody says, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I just hate doing things because of tradition or, you know, whatever. Like that yeah. stuff always, I never had a, a, a good reason, you know, to, to ever have to say that. But now my understanding is basically, and this was like a blog post from a couple of years ago. So if somebody hasn't watched your videos in a while, even if they're subscribed to you, YouTube will basically say, this person isn't, yeah. is no longer super interested in this channel anymore. And your video will not show up in your subscription feed. Even though your you're subscription subscribed. Feed, your subscription feed is not a, a, a time list of every single nope. video that comes out. Yeah. If you if you haven't watched a video from X person in a year, it might be because they haven't made a video in a year. It might be because... You haven't clicked on them. You haven't clicked on it, and then it just stops serving it to you. So the fact that like I went you know, for a month or two and only put out three or four videos, the chances of, you know, if Jesse's putting out a, one video a day, and I put out one video in two months the chances of somebody simply like scrolling past it and missing it is a lot higher right yep. it's, it pestily puts out fucking two videos a day you put out a video a day you know like i'm yep. sure everybody that's sub to me you know is sub to you and pestily 
Um, and that's, you know, and then there's like Aqua and he's got multiple channels. There's just the, you know, geeks and Deadly Slot. There's just so many fucking content creators putting stuff out. Yep. Um, so the only way that you can actually guarantee that you will always be, you now people, people always say like, be notified. I always assumed that that was like a push notification. Yeah. But, but that it might be a push notification. That's actually, I think like maybe a separate subsetting under the yeah. bell, but, but, um, you need to hit the bell icon. And that will tell YouTube, like, I want to be told anytime anything happens with the channel. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, at some point, it, I, I, especially with, like, my immersion videos and the speedrun videos, it feels shitty any, anywhere in there to be like, yeah. hey, guys, can you please hit the bell and let me give you a 90-second explanation for why you should because it's important and I'm not just telling you because ev the same way everybody yeah. tells you, I'm telling you because it's literally th the most important fucking thing in my entire career. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally edited those three Tarkov videos and I'm like, yeah. fuck, like I wanted, to, I wanted to use that opportunity in some of these Tarkov videos to like, yep. hey, everybody, now that you're paying attention, I have these things. Yeah. And like, you know, there's a lot of people like, I didn't even know you fucking posted videos. Yep. Um, but I've already fucking done it and I haven't said anything because they're immersive and I don't want to distract you. Yeah, you don't want to so, feel like it, it takes away. So I'm at some point, yeah, I'm going to go through and probably put it in like the community tab or tweet it a bunch or, yeah. or you know, tell people in chat. Um, yeah, that the, the bell is is relevant, and now I want to go back through all my subscriptions because I probably haven't seen like yeah. a fucking smarter everyday video or whatever because I you know just because YouTube decided life all the other things you're subscribed to you get into a a kick where you want to watch a lot of these types of videos and that just means for a little bit and then all those things combine and YouTube's like yeah we're not gonna show you this guy's videos anymore yeah, you know what so I'd be I wonder I wonder in? how many how many of those how many of those people. I fell off from the speed running, which made it yeah. even worse. This would know, be a risky. Like this, you need to make a speed running video that's not that doesn't require that much effort because this would be risky. But you can, when you upload a video, you can click "Do not notify my subscribers about this video," and, and see if it just performs the exact same or better. Because you're not going to get an initial dump of what a robot would consider bad video. Oh, Does that make fuck. sense? If if it you have 155,000, uh, as I understand it, the way it works is YouTube sends it to a uh, group of people. Oh, if it yeah, performs dude. well, it goes to a bigger group of people. If it performs well, a bigger group of people. If it performs bad in the first group of people, dead. So it would fuck. be it would be hard to click that button on a video that's been, you took 120 hours to make. But I would be interested because then you're relying entirely on the title, the description, the thumbnail, and the algorithm to place that video not in front of your subscribers, but in front of the people that want it. And if it performs well, it would definitely be a slow burn. But I would want to know how the YouTube algorithm is perceiving the reception as negative initially. If you take that out, will it will it slow burn and perform better? That would be an interesting Dude, thing. I, I mean... I might do that with my with my next Mario video yeah. because if I look at the analytics and I like if I just look to see where the views came from because yeah. it has a thousand views, where do they come from? My channel page is fifteen percent. YouTube search is three percent. External, which is probably like me tweeting it and stuff, yeah, yeah, is five percent. Yeah. Browse features is sixty three percent. Yeah. What is browse features? Browse is that. Browse features Does that include is a lot of things, but as I understand it, browse features is like 
youtube.com enter and then based on like the home yeah page. based on youtube knowing everything about you and everything you've ever watched they say here's 20 videos i hope you want one of them and i i think that that's kind of what that means so so yeah interesting well so that's higher than i would have thought but but i also this was the first one i did that was like let me try to mainstream do all yeah, the things yeah. put the tags in the description and <laughs> blah 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 all this stuff if I let me pull up the the first Mario video I did, which has three thousand views, and it could mean see, more than that. Okay, there's a thousand. Oh god, YouTube advertising, eighty six percent. Okay, that's a bad example. <laughs> uh, subscribers, minus twenty two. Nice. Estimated revenue, eleven dollars. Great. Seventy dollars <laughs> to lose ten subscribers. This is great. Okay, let me. Feels I want to. I want to look at one of these fucking videos, dude. I want to. I want to see channel page. Okay, so this this like my second Ocarina of Time video. I didn't. Ha I haven't changed anything with it. Um, this was kind of like as raw as mm -hmm. you can see. Channel page is sixty five percent. Hmm. What is what does that mean? I don't know. Go where where are you in the YouTube studio app? Um, I just went to like your channel content and then clicked on the video. And then clicked on and analytics. Then an analytics, yeah. Under overview, like so yeah, analytics overview, yep. scroll down to how do viewers found this video. So I went all the way on the right side where it says oh, that's real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go just I, click no. overview and scroll down. This is this is much better. I've just found this. Wait, I scroll down and it there's nothing here. Really? It says it, there's a key moments for audience retention. Oh, above that for me it says traffic sources and it says how viewers found this video and I'm clicked on my Tarkov Economy Fix video. It says YouTube recommendations 81 percent and then it breaks that up into YouTube homepage, which is what we thought browse features 73 percent up next, which is the being served after a video. 7% my subscriptions feed 5%. So this video like crushed on the homepage like on just youtube.com and the subscription Okay, so I, I ended up looking I okay, so I found a traffic source thing. It's mm -hmm. probably different, but it shows like a graph, like yeah. a bunch of line graphs. Um so yeah, um, So yeah, browse features I think is so yeah, let, let, let's let's compare. So this is this is actually useful. Let's compare um, the percentages. So what's do you have external as a source? Um, not on this, but on this I do. Yeah. Okay. So what what percentage? See, I don't have. I think I'm looking at. Because it doesn't have a percentage. I have external. I was search. just gonna. I was just gonna do the math because I have a thousand, ten thousand views. So. Oh. Uh. Maybe. Less than one percent. Five hundred okay, views so, out of forty-two thousand. Okay, so external for me was thirty-three <laughs> percent. Because I tweet yeah. like everybody fucking watch this, yeah, please, yeah, and I've yeah. got twenty-two thousand fucking Twitter yeah, followers, yeah. and it gets retweeted by Carl Jobson, by Cheese, and whoever. Yeah. Um. So, okay, then browse features. What's yours? It's like 80%. So browse feature for me, 25%. Yeah. Channel pages, 
That's twenty percent. One percent. What the fuck? Two, two or three percent. What about what about suggested videos? Uh, like ten percent, eight or nine percent. Okay, yeah, mine's five percent. Interesting. Do you see your impressions click through rate? Mm -hmm. What do those numbers look like? Mine are like one, like one to eight percent. My on browse features, sixteen percent. So that's that's why like my video two percent. My video performed heavily well on YouTube.com. Enter people would see the thumbnail, they would click on it, and that's where all my views came from. That's where people were clicking on it. Yeah, and then YouTube search. 10%. Oh, you can see the view duration. Dude, I need to look at this more often, this particular page. Yeah. Um, the, Like, the people who viewed my video from playlists, the average view duration, 40 minutes. The, yeah. The people that, that got it from notifications, 7 minutes. The people who got it from external, 2 minutes. Yep. That's That's not very surprising to me. I think... <clears throat> I think that also means that like posting on Twitter like I feel like I could also be hurting myself yeah if a bunch of people are just going to click on it because it gets retweeted but maybe For they're sure. I don't know oh yeah I don't know necessarily hurting yourself but it's definitely interesting like it's it, you know what's the psychology of what you're trying to do when you're on Twitter you're just scrolling and if you click on a video because you're like oh yeah somebody posted a video and you see a 48 minute video what are the chances that when you sat down to be on Twitter for two and a half minutes while your hot pocket is microwaving that you'll click on that and then stay invested? Whereas if yeah. you're on YouTube.com, you're much more likely to be invested in watching a video for a little bit. So I wouldn't say it hurts. Maybe people add, you know, to watch later on, from Twitter or something like that. But it doesn't surprise me that from external has a really low uh, average view duration. So, yeah, mm. I don't know. I'd be really interested to see what happened if you clicked do not show to my subscribers. Do not notify my subscribers. It's still going to show it to people that it thinks deserves to be shown to, but it's not going to notify the subscribers and therefore potentially getting some negative. Yeah, though, because the Mar the Mario video I just put out, I, if I scroll down on that one, it has the thing you were talking about, how viewers found this video. I don't know why the other video didn't. Yeah. Now, this one has, like, bright colorful speedrun breakdown in Mario font with a big fucking Mario burst into the screen. Like, it's... Yeah. Insert generic YouTube content creator, you know, here. Um, so that one, the subscription feed and notifications makes up 75%. Yeah. What does that mean? That means... That means it's... Seven, yeah, so... So, 750 of the thousand views were subs and that were a decent percentage of them were probably like what the fuck is this exactly um exactly that actually tells the exact story i'm thinking it shows it to your subs first your subs all click on it your subs click away from it and the video dies there you know what i mean yeah 75 percent eight minutes 75 percent of your it comes from your subscription feed that meant like that meant it didn't leave your subscription feed and it, always, shit. and it then, always starts there. And if it dies there, then you're going to have a really high percentage of subs watching. Yeah, man. Yeah, because nine minutes in the impression click-through rate is 1% compared to playlists. 26 minutes is the average view duration, and the click-through rate is 58%. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, I, I'm going to give that a try. God, this It would sucks. just be interesting. It'd be interesting. For sure. And I don't think I'm going to... Like, I don't... I honestly don't think I'm missing out on anything. Like, if I... These videos, I think, should get a million views. Yeah. If And if they do... 800 of those are going to be from Tarkov people. Yeah. So if I succeed, it's not from the subs I have exactly. now. It's it's a new audience. Yeah. So I shouldn't care about, yeah, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. Next one I'm going to do don't show. I saw that for the first time, that checkbox. I'm like, why the fuck would I ever do that? <laughs> your, your big brain. Yeah. God. All right. We can, uh, we can, be, we can be done with my commiserating about me spending $700 I... to get no fucking <laughs> 40, 48 minute ad. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to run a fucking 48 minute skippable ad on a pre-roll for a video no, no, I, I, I'm, I stopped it because now I'm so embarrassed I, I do I like, hope I secretly hope he didn't see I do hope that a few people that listen to this found that conversation interesting and insightful into people who do this like we do who take it very seriously I think a lot of people don't understand the game like people think it's like you know, film video, click upload, print money. And it, dude, it's a, it's a psychological mind game where, where when on, with one hand, it is rewarding you for doing well. And with the other hand, it is punishing you for doing well. You did too good in Tarkov. They go, you Tarkov now. You know what I mean? Like the algorithm isn't set up to be like, oh, he's trying something new. Like, let's show that to a different, nope. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. a it's a mind game we play, and so I th I hope I hope it's just insightful for some people that it's it's interesting stuff. I mean, I've spent I know we have hundreds a lot of, new of hours like researching this stuff and doing tests, and I've like gone I said, through. I know I I know. Oh no, sorry. No, I was just I've gone through thumbnail iterations, titling iterations, color the text on this my thumbnail color iterations like. It's and all, we still don't know what works. And we still don't know <laughs> what works, bro. All we, because all any so YouTuber, changing variables. yeah, all any YouTuber ever knows is just that this works better than that. That's it. Nobody knows what works. All they know is they did that, and that didn't work so well. They did this, and this works well, so they do that more. It's crazy. You can try and infer, but yep. you know, it's you need to be a data scientist to really be 100%. competent. So I hope the last thing I'll say before we move on is that there are some people that literally just they meme or meme out all day they're just like fucking just I, I, i'm picturing like anton like memeing <laughs> yeah, out yeah, yeah. you know just like blazed and chilling and whatever and then like you just have your editor put together a video and then like there are some people yeah and you you can absolutely succeed without knowing anything not to say that anton does that's a that's a bad yeah. example um but uh you can yeah like, you can so many so many people they succeed despite being ignorant of all of these things yeah um and then other people who put out you know better content or more regular content or whatever try to put it all this research and try so hard and don't get you know a tiny bit of the fucking for sure. results for one reason or another it's yeah it's Anyway. Yeah, it's the platform where knowledge can be super helpful or irrelevant. And it's the platform where, you know, being completely unprepared for everything could make you irrelevant or make you a million dollars. Like, it's just, it's crazy. 
But yeah, all right. Um, what I want to do real quick, if you don't mind, is I have I went through all, all the messages that we had, and I oh, picked yeah. out three. Picked out three from the viewer messages. We we got a decent amount, um, more than I thought. So uh, I'm I'm stoked to listen to all of them. Yeah. Um, most of them, it it looks like there's like a minute limit, is my guess. So being a minute long, um, that that can get you know, potentially kind of lengthy. There's only so much time we have when I fucking yeah. ramble on like an idiot for an hour and a half. Um, so, but I picked out three, everybody that sent them, like, keep them coming. Feel free to send more. Yeah, for sure. I, I listened to them all. Um, and I, uh, we still have to figure out, this is a whole other ball of wax I won't even get into, but uh, I, I got to get, have you get oh, access yeah, to that. Oh, yeah, on shit. Anchor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I can, uh, I can send you all the things, uh, all the, the files, because I downloaded them all, so okay. you can listen to them. But I appreciated and, and like wrote down, took notes on all the things. and For sure. Very, even if I don't play it, it's it's worth it just to get in a message yeah. Thank for you, me. Um, so, so keep them coming. But, uh, but yeah, let me try this out. So the first message is from Brewski. And let me see. The... You'll have to give me just give me a thumbs up if after it starts playing you can hear it audibly. But this is Brewski. I watched both halves of that Balloon Boy uh, debacle. Uh, half one, totally fine. Half two, you're like, wow, I can't trust justice system anymore. <laughs> like you know, even even more so. Yeah. Uh, taking advantage 100%. of the lady who can't speak English. Very well, but she she was doing really really good job, I'd say. Uh, and then the child too. Uh, who's he? Yeah, he's a child, like insane, insane, stressful, and insane. Um, thanks for the the huge database of videos. Now I have to watch through. Um, huge fan of every frame of painting. Uh, if you oh, like yeah. that, you might like Pristic Studies. It's a magic one. They go in deep on different things. For a starting video, I'd suggest Hatred Outlives the Hateful. It's a deep dive on flavor text in the Magic the Gathering game. Okay, so I yeah, I I took notes on that. I want to watch that video. I, yep, yeah, I, I I linked it in in our doc. Um, as soon as he said, so it's Ristic Studies R H Y S T I C. Um, when he first said magic, I thought it was like you know magic like David. Blaine magic yeah um but then when he said flavored text and ma I, I love i used to play magic um for a couple of years and um i honestly like love kind of similar to how i liked pokemon uh-huh i liked having the cards and collecting them and the art more than actually like playing the game i i did like yeah, playing magic yeah, a yeah, lot. yeah i never i never actually played pokemon like the card game um I just had cards, but in Magic, I, I did play a bunch and, you know, did competitions and whatever. But, um, but yeah, I just love the That's artwork um, and and, uh, and everything. I'm going to have to check that out because the flavor text, the artwork, it's like the, they're, the world building that uh, yes. that they do is fucking phenomenal, dude. Yes. Uh, dude, that's that's so sick. I mean, I just found his channel, video essays that explore art, history, and the culture of the collectible card game Magic Gathering. Like, dude, that stuff sounds... I love that stuff. I love when when it's uh, some of the like I remember in like the first Destiny game there there were all these I forget what they were called but they were like cards where they explored all the lore and it was like they it was really really well done but they just didn't do 
there was no reason to care about them in the game. And that a lot of people were like really sad about that because it was like an exceptionally well thought out lore. And I, I yeah. loved learning about that stuff. So that seems dope. Dude, look at his art style of his. Yeah, his thumbnails, oh, 100%. They're sick. The magic art of John Avon. Oh my God. Four years ago. Holy shit. I'm grabbing something real quick. Okay. The magic art of John Avon. This, this is, this oh. is the audio, folks. This won't do shit for you, but uh, speaking of John speaking of John Avon. I remember when you got that. Yeah, I... I, I Oh God, I love the, the 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 thumbnail is literally the yeah the John Avon full art um Greenland. Oh, it's, I saw that thumbnail, dude, and my heart like dropped. That's it's, these are such beautiful, beautiful fucking thumbnails. I I need to oh the, <gasps> there's two videos. Oh my God, <laughs> there's, there's literally two. two. Oh my God, but that's sick. So I'm, 100%, I'm gonna be gonna watching watch that. One hundred percent. I'm stoked. Um. Okay, so let me uh, thank you, uh, Bruski, for uh, for the message and the recommendation. You're a fucking legend. I'm stoked. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. All right, and let me play the uh, the second one. This one is from Chris, and he has an interesting suggestion that I would like to hear Jesse's feedback on. Hi guys. On episode 54, Jesse, you were asking for a MMO to try, and I'd like to put a suggestion for Destiny 2. Uh, since it's a first-person shooter, I think the transition will be a lot easier for you to get into. Um, it's also got quite some in-depth RPG mechanics, which from the surface doesn't look that way, but once you scratch beneath it, there's quite a lot of stuff you can make, especially build-wise and the synergies you get with the guns and the abilities and all that. Uh, you know, it's free to play as well, so you don't have to pay any cash up front. It's a bit confusing at the start, but so was Tarkov, like, in the fact that both games don't tell you anything, like, at all, and just throw you <laughs> in the deep end and expect you to figure it out. So I hope you can appreciate that part as well. Um, new raid came out last week, uh, called Bottle Glass. It's free to play for everybody. So once you get up to the level, if you can get the people, um, I suggest you really try it, because the raids in Destiny are like nothing else. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a real cool merge between... Um, raids from mmos but in fps anyway keep up the great work guys love the show yeah thanks chris bro yeah thank you chris dude i heard about that okay so i put probably a thousand hours into destiny one like when destiny one okay. came out i on like xbox or something mm -hmm. or on yeah on xbox or place it i don't remember on a console like, I loved, loved, loved that game. I love Destiny 1. And then I probably put like eight or 900 hours into the Division 1. And I really, really fell in love with that concept. With like, as a, like, especially growing up, you're, uh, I always wanted to play WoW. I wanted to play RuneScape. I wanted to play an MMO. But like, as a, you know, gamer kid, they, they all had terrible graphics. You know what I mean? And like the fidelity of AAA, you know, single player shooters or something like that was always like, you know, crisis, let's push the edge, let's do this stuff. And both Destiny and The Division were, in my opinion, like this first attempt to bring it all together, to give a console player the MMO experience with like AAA, high fidelity, first person shooter aspects. And I like, both of those games were widely, regard, widely regarded as like really rough, rocky starts to that genre. Like uh, both games had like a lot of stuff that was broken or balance issues. 
But a lot of the people that played those games really loved those games, me included, because I like fell in love with that attempt to basically do all the things in one. So I'm very familiar with Destiny. And that's funny, he said that, and that actually reminded me. So the Vault of Glass, that raid, was the first raid to ever come out in Destiny 1. And they just added it to Destiny 2. That's like a huge oh, really? throwback. And that was the first raid I've ever done ever in an MMO. Like I never did a WoW raid or in anything. You know what I mean? And so mm. I remember going on Googling PS4 Destiny 1 raid looking for group forums and then just like squatting up with four randos that have done the raid like 60 times and they like hard carried me through the whole raid and I got some raid gear and it was just like the best experience dude this was probably seven eight years ago now like so I, I heard that they I've added that played, I've never played a game like that I've never played an MMO dude uh so Destiny 2 uh, when it came out I played it I got to end game content at when it first launched and it just it was like man this isn't they haven't done enough with the formula and i've heard through the grapevine that that because that came out maybe three years ago two three years ago now that they've really done a lot with the game and i haven't looked at, i didn't know it was free to play because i bought it on console so i might download it and give it a go because like i remember loving that dude loving that genre loving those games and uh, it's cool what they've done with a little bit of the nostalgia with d1 in the vault of glass and I was looking looking for something, so I I maybe definitely give it a go. I I very much love those games and loved what those games were trying to accomplish. Interesting. I might have to check it out too, just for something just for something different. Yeah, I mean it's like an MMO, so it's it's you know best with friends. You know, especially if you're gonna do a raid, which is like a lot of times in MMO, that's the premier S tier content or the raids. And you can't solo a raid, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's definitely something that's best with friends. But I love a game where I'm grinding out the hard version of this mission until I get the rare drop with the piece that has the stats that I want. I remember in Division 1 farming up the currency that you would use to re-roll stats on gear to get like the perfect, you know, you want crit on this and you want heal on that. Like, I love that stuff. And so... Yeah. And I, I, I liked that aspect to, to some extent and in very specific ways of Diablo 2, although Diablo yeah. 2 wasn't an MMO, really. Yeah. Um, it was more just like a MO. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a massively. It's, it's a, no, it's nothing massive. It's 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 a multiplayer online RPG. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, you know, you can only have like eight max people yeah. in a game. And that's like rare most yeah. of the time it's like six bots um hmm, i'll have to take a look at it i i, I i've seen it a million times and like kind of just went meh yeah like as a casual observer not you know not yeah. invested in the franchise at all so yeah. i'll probably end up look i'll probably end up looking at it and be like eh, again but, yeah uh, maybe maybe i'll give it a different look now that i have a kind of a different set of glasses on these days oh, it was fun um all right, let me let me play the the last message. Um, this one is from I believe it's Kaisen. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Hopefully, <laughs> I am. But uh, but here we go. Hey Veritas, hey Jesse. Hope you all guys are doing well. Hey. I was watching the podcast, and I know that you guys are uh, kind of taking some messages from the audience to try to get some topics to talk about. Maybe no, we're not. Watch some stuff. So. I figured I would recommend the Blackwell Ghosts documentaries. They're on uh, Amazon is where I watched them. 
I don't know if you guys are into like ghosts or paranormal or any of that kind of stuff, but they're definitely a good watch. Uh, There's five of them. And it's just something where if you're skeptical on the concept or it's, you know, something that interests you, it could definitely be worth it. And I'd like to hear your guys' take on what you think, if it's, you know, legitimate or if it's fake. But yeah. um, Spoiler alert. Thanks, guys, for the podcast. (laughs) It's really interesting and just fun to watch. So uh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, homie. Appreciate it. Yeah. I am, uh, he said my favorite word, skeptic. Skeptic, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, here's another thing that literally just made me think of spawning an entirely separate channel and <laughs> ex- separate, basically videos like the channel would be convince me or like prove me wrong or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I can already tell you that it's bullshit that, you know. I don't. I'm not one that believes in ghosts or the supernatural or anything like yeah. that. I don't know about you, um, but uh, I've never really believed in any of that stuff. I still will watch stuff for the entertainment value. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, it's an authentic documentary. It's not like a mockumentary. Yeah. Actual, and it's got... It shows actual ghost footage. Okay. Well, then they're they're just lying in the description. <laughs> shows purported ghost ghost footage. But... Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely something I'm highly skeptical about as well. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I've I've actually I've actually I'm still gonna check it out. I yeah, think, I sure. have actually like like this is definitely like you know other podcast conversation we want to get to. But I have actually witnessed some weird stuff that I wouldn't necessarily say. Like, I would say I err completely on the side of, like, I don't believe in ghosts. But I have also had, like, one very specific incident to me that I physically can't explain. It's, oh, yeah. I mean, and that, it's definitely it's, not pushed me over to, like, I think it was a ghost, but... It's like it's like when someone yeah. says they saw a UFO, that literally is, by definition, you saw something in the air that yeah. was unidentified. unidentified. It could have been a bird. Yeah. It could have been a, a, a military... Thing. Yeah. It could have been an optical illusion. You could have been having a stroke or something, right? Like there's a there's a yeah. lot of potential explanations or it could be aliens. Yes. But, you know, when you say UFO, people say, oh, UFO equals aliens. No, I mean, that's yeah. not what the initialism <laughs> yeah, actually means. means. Yeah. Um, so. My 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 short answer, uh, which will never satisfy anybody, and I, and I, and I don't quite expect it to, but yeah. is. Uh, that for thousands of years we've had billions of things that people couldn't explain and a massive number of those things that people were some people couldn't explain some people were so sure it was something else there's a weird tendency for those things to always end up being some mundane non-supernatural thing the times that we actually ever have evidence, it always points to, by definition, the non-supernatural because yeah. that that's a whole other thing. We'd be getting into like some philosophy and metaphysics yeah, and some yeah, other yeah. shit like that. But um, but yeah, I I, I definitely would. Uh, I'll watch this in the same this as the same in the same way that I watch the Curse of Oak Island, um, or mm. like any or like fucking any of the other shit on the the uh, the History Channel because. That's all like bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's because I like to like laugh at the 
ridiculousness of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you know, but that's a different kind of entertainment. But this looks, it looks interesting. It looks like it's got some good, uh, yeah, some good production value. And, it, you know, I'm, I'm looking for something to watch. So I might give this a try. Yeah. Um, but that actually segues into, I think, probably the, the last thing we'll talk about because we're, okay. We've been going two hours. Um, but it's been great. Yeah, I man. I, I could talk all, all yeah, flipping day. Um, Imagine if, imagine if we had done what we had originally started or like intended, which is like try to keep it under forty minutes. Dude, I'm, I'm yeah, I think our like shortest one ever is like an hour fifteen or something. So I, I know some people would love that, but yeah, I know a lot of people just love us shooting the shit. One hundred percent. This is like the only like this is what I would be doing with my buddies. We'd be drinking beers, playing video games, or whatever. Like this is just my only about stuff. Yeah, rational human face to face, face to face. This is the, my only face to face interaction I get. Bro, it's true <laughs> though. It's true. I leave my house like once a week, bro. And what lives here is fifty percent non-speaking individuals. <laughs> so being able to talk to another human being is very good. Yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, so that segues into the last the last thing that um, I want to talk about, which was you suggested to me that I watch Bruh. American Vandal. Yeah. And I've watched, I assume there's only two seasons. Yeah, just two. I watched all of it. The first season was, was it. Like, the second season was good. Like, it was good. But the first season was S tier, bro. It was. <laughs> it was one of those one. It was one of those ones where I watched the first season, really liked it, and then watched like the first episode of the second one, and was like, "Meh." And I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna watch the the next season. But then, that's when actually I got sick. Oh. Um, I had the flu, so I'm like, I had all the time in the world. I was rolling around in bed for fucking four days in a pool of my sweat. I might as well just like watch Netflix when I'm not sleeping. Yep. Um. So then I watched the rest of it. And I'm glad I did. Uh, you know, once I got like a couple episodes yep. in, I got invested. Um. A short synopsis of, and, and and this is one of those things that you you can't you can't give it. Imagine any of your favorite media, and then imagine you trying to give a short synopsis of it to somebody who you want. Like it never goes yeah, the way you want. Sure. I'm just gonna just so you know, like the kind of vibe, you know, the kind of thing it's going for. Um, it's it's a Netflix documentary put on by like a couple of high school kids, but it's. It's like tongue in cheek, but at no point would you. It, it's not even like the onion, not like ridiculous like yeah. the onion, but like it's it's fake. But it's like only barely. Yeah, like <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like so meta about it. Like yeah, it's it's like it's like the office. You know how like the office, how they're like interviewing people. Like it's like. I never actually thought about like the office. Like, are they doing like a documentary on this company? Yeah. Like, what is that even? So it's kind of like that where it's like, it's a, imagine a TV series about two high school kids making a, a like a crime documentary, like serial. Yep. But also about a ridiculous thing. Like <laughs> also about a ridiculous thing. Yeah. Both of, I'll get into both of the things of the seasons in a bit, but I just like, just that alone is like really hard to grok. And it's, yep. it was done so well um, to the point where at one point, I think it was the second season, like one or the second or third yeah. episode or something, they allude to, oh, you know what? No, it was, it was like close to the end of the first season. Yeah. Because after, 
the first five or six episodes, it started to become like self-aware where it was like the video, like our video has become yes. viral. So now people are like writing fan theories and sending us information, but it's like none of like, yep. it wasn't, it's a Netflix series. So it just came out at once. Yep. It's not like they aired the episodes. They, they had me really thinking and maybe they did it some way and I don't know, but they had me actually thinking that like they made a documentary that they put on like Vimeo or something and it like did well. And then Netflix picked it up and they like re yeah. did everything. But Dude. my like it, it couldn't have been right. Like no, they no, went... it was they just they just <laughs> hit the nail on the head. They just like five headed that and That's and so it was good, and dude. it gained so much popularity so fast that it really felt like it. Because if you got in on it early, it did by the fifth or sixth episode when they're talking about how like this is getting out of hand. That's when you they call their own shot talking. Yeah, that's when you you're talking with your friends about it. So when they say it's getting out of hand, you feel like it is getting out of hand. They even like get so meta with it and talk about Netflix picking it up. And, and it just like it's And they show like side by side of like the production value has gone up and and they show like a side by side of like the B-roll of the front of the thing. It's like that was literally when I when I saw that I'm like I forgot. It, they did such a good Dude. job that I forgot that this was like tongue in cheek and I'm like, "Wait, was this actually like a series before yeah. Before Netflix oh picked up, I'm like, God. wait a minute. It's it, dude, the guys behind that five headed the crap out of that. Like, I I would have felt so good if I was those guys. They nailed it. You just kept thinking it was real. You wanted that, it to it's be not those real. Two kids though, right? No. It's got it's got to be. But like in the beginning, it's like executive producer, and it's like main character number one, and, main, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out like who made dude, this. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, it's so, it's so good. It's just, Ugh, and I anyway, love that. So, I love the detail in in that, and like how the risk, because like that's like, dude, if that doesn't work, it's so cringy. But yeah, it worked. They called it. They called their shot. They 100%. literally recorded it. They recorded it and said this thing has gone viral, and it, you know, it's a Netflix success before it was even released. Yep. And and it in like episode seven, which is yep. it's like so perfect, dude, it's so perfect. Because by the time you get there, that's like two 100%. months into when you know. Yep. Oh fucking a okay so the what they're what it's about american vandal and i thought it was going to be like making a murderer like a super serious crime <laughs> thing the crime is at this high school the teachers came out into their fucking parking lot one day and on 27 cars were spray painted 27 dicks just cock and balls you know just like the things that we all drew in our spanish you know yep. notebooks and whatever in fucking high school they spray painted cock and balls and they all thought it was like the one knucklehead dude because he literally draws dicks all on over the everything. Place. Like, yeah, but it like, but it like wasn't him. But it like might have been him. But then like it could have been all these other people. And then there's, there's it just they go so far into there's a million theories about who had access, and it's yeah. so well done. It's so fucking good. Um, but it, but at the end of the day, it's just all about like it's so funny. You're like taking it so seriously, but then it's like, yeah. But then you see a kid talking to a teacher where he's like. But it couldn't have been this guy because he always puts ball hair on yeah, the dicks. The and like hairs. those dicks have and like a different mushroom head. Yeah. It's a different mushroom head on the dicks. And it's like <laughs> what the fuck? It's just like Dude, it's, it's like a South Park episode without being a South Park episode. They, oh my god, it is. They they have you in the palm of your hand, the emotions. And they and they and they play you 
like a freaking instrument where you go into it and it's ridiculous and you know it's ridiculous and they know you know it's ridiculous so they get the ridiculous stuff out of the way and then they pull you away and then it's less ridiculous and then now it's serious and then they draw you back to oh this is funny and ridiculous and because they chart that path for you you never break immersion from the tv show and go this is so ridiculous because yeah. they chart that path for you. They pull you into letting it be okay for you to laugh at it and then pull you back into it being a serious story. And you feel almost like taken advantage of at the end where you're like, this wasn't real. Why do I care so much? But yeah. it's because they did such a good job of like riding the line so well. So you say that and it kind of, this is super pretentious of me, yeah. but like, there's something in like some of the content that I try to make with my getting Tarkov and stuff where I'm like, I'm trying to sneak in yes. yeah. shit where I'm trying to ride the line between like educational and entertaining and people are like, I'd never even been interested in this thing. Why am I watching it? But I can't, you know, like, yep. um, I, so yeah, I, I definitely have like took a lot of notes from what those guys were doing. Um, it's for so sure. Good. Um, Oh shit, there was something I was going to say and I now forgot. Um, but yeah, so then the, the second season um, is basically like, <laughs> now that we're famous fucking people, we've been asked, you know, we've gotten a million emails from a million people and we're going to investigate. It's basically like, it's a play on Serial, if you've ever listened to yeah. Serial. Um, you know, now we're going to help investigate this crime at this other school. So then the kids like travel for their senior project or whatever to like this richy rich the private school. But, but ultimately it all comes down to this guy who's the turd burglar um and there's, it's all like this like instagram and social media and everything's involved in this um but it all just comes down to a bunch of just poop related crimes it all started with like somebody tainting the lemonade and everybody drank the lemonade and it just just literally it, like it, it's what i imagine like when if if like sars broke out in a school like <laughs> what would happen but it's like people just crawling around shitting in the hallways it's like it, it just Every single sink and and like fucking toilet trash and urinal. Can. There's just like a kid with his pants down and like girls just like shitting in the trash cans and like in their lockers. It's uh, like they call it the brownout. Yeah. It's oh just yeah. Like, it's just like this epic fucking the worst day of everybody's lives. And then there's all these other crimes that keep happening by the turd burglar and trying to figure out who did it. And yeah, they 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 twist they twist around. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. They do such a good job, and I. I really would love to know if this was intentional or not. I sent you, it was in the middle of another conversation um, oh, yeah. that we were having, but I sent you like a episode four, bro, I figured it out. Because I'm one of those people that loves to solve it early. Yeah. Because like I pay attention to like the, you know, what's the, the uh, yeah, like what, what, what's the name in that phrase? Something, something's gun. Um, check, Chekhov's gun. You don't, don't know, know Chekhov's gun? Nope. Chekhov's gun uh, is a concept that describes how every element of a story should contribute to the whole. Mm. It comes from Anthony Chekhov's famous... Uh, it, okay, if in the first act you have hung a pistol on the wall, then the following one, it needs to be fired. Otherwise, don't put it there. Understood. So, so I'm always, like, looking at things like, ah, oh, you know, because whenever yeah. you watch them, almost always... Something happens at the end of a, 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 you know, the critical path of a, of a movie or a TV series. Yeah. And you're like, oh, there was a fucking hint that yep. you didn't think about. So I'm always like theory crafting about yeah, how yeah, yeah. all the different ways that could happen. And then if I was wrong, then I like, OK, I can use that myself. Um, so let me let me say I, I want to like bounce my theory off of you. Um, 
and there's so many theories and so many characters that I don't care saying that this wasn't the one. Yeah. But I was fully convinced, at least of one thing, that the co-producer yeah. of the um of the quote-unquote documentary, his his buddy, like his sidekick, um, I was convinced that he was the one who uh, who had access because part of the the crime with the dicks is that they had to spray paint it but then also oh. have enough technological savvy to access like the FTP server in the room that you needed a key for that only certain people had a key for to then delete the footage from the security cameras yep so and then like the people who had access were like the people who work in like the fucking AV lab and these guys were two of them so i'm like it has to be like it'd be perfect that one of them one would of be them, like yeah. the guy working on the thing and he's just like it would be perfect that the guy is scared that they're getting closer to like figuring it out. You yeah. know what I mean? At one point, there was like two episodes where the 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 main the main kid yeah. was like saying like it's really weird that like this teacher said this and this teacher said this and why is she defending him? And and the the secondary kid was like, I don't know, dude. That doesn't seem weird. Yeah, I'm like. It seems like this motherfucker's covering, covering up like, something. And 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 was like every and I was paying attention to it and they kept doing it and they kept doing it and then like episode four or five or six, then all of a sudden it didn't happen anymore. And then he was never like he never ended up being yeah. and I'm like, like I wonder if that was a complete fucking bait me misdirect. Into that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know either. I remember thinking that too. I remember thinking like it really wouldn't surprise me if he was up to something sus. And then it just never panned out. But it wasn't such big of a detail that you were like it was a clear misdirect yeah exactly it was it's good that it kept you wondering dude it was yeah i was fully convinced that because originally the whole idea was that like it was one person it was this guy dylan yeah. um but then they're like it couldn't have been there's not enough time and he didn't have the experience so and i was thinking like it was probably some other student that probably did it for some reason because like a teacher told him to yeah and then the teacher convinced the kid to delete the footage maybe he didn't even know yeah what he about was doing it, but like yep. maybe it was an innocent thing you know that kind of thing because then that's how you get like people to dislike the main character how they have the character arc where they yep. make the mistake and then they have the redemption i was like it's always it's always this half-assed thing where like oh he he it turned out he killed the guy but the guy had his infant daughter at gunpoint so it's actually okay it's like well then it doesn't even fucking matter there yep. were, there, the stakes were okay so you know yep um so i, I thought they were gonna go that route and they didn't they they went they just went fucking so <laughs> over and oh fuck it so you guys should watch it you it's should. called american um, vandal american vandal both seasons are worth watching it's super good there's just a lot of it's not like it's not immature like poo poo pee pee yeah type of jokes but it's all about drawing dicks and yeah. poop but it's not in the same way that like i tend to avoid stuff that's like yeah needless and fart jokes like it does not you know it just kind of gets old yeah. i used to like that when i was like 14 and you yeah. kind of got over that um it's it's but, what makes it so good is it's truly unique like in, yeah. in a in a world where every tv show is like you can so easily call it the x of x it's you know the game of thrones of this modern the times this of is game the of dark souls of this like how do you explain american vandal it's just it's, I, I the only way i would explain well actually you know what i would say it's serial meets spinal tap because spinal yeah, tap never, is the yeah. fake documentary which i yeah. put on your list i know i know uh 
And then Serial is the fucking great crime series, yeah. which I, you know, have so been like, waiting for. It's truly unique. It's truly, it takes itself seriously, which that is like, that phrase means so much to me. Like you can make something about something goofy, but like take yourself seriously as a show, as a document, whatever. So it just, it like does that on three levels. It does it as a mockumentary. It takes itself seriously as a documentary. It takes itself seriously. Like it's just such a... So, yeah, it's it's just it's, you know, it's not, you know, going to win a Grammy or, or I mean, or an Emmy or anything, but it's, I mean, I think it fucking but it's good. It, it, it should win like a streamy or something. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's the best. It's the best Netflix series I've watched this year. Yeah, I'll say that it's really so. good. But yeah, but yeah, I started I'm, making I'm, I'm going to go watch you did. Yeah. So I'm not How I'm not very far. You? I'm like four or five episodes in. I'm I'm basically just now to the turn of like the the second crime and how I need, to, that's, I need to watch it I need to watch it all over again yeah. to get back up to speed because it's been a while yeah. but um, but it okay, definitely so I got a few episodes in and I was like whoa this is gonna be a ride so I'm still like getting introduced into it but yeah I'll watch a few more and next week maybe we can dive into that a little bit because it gets so buck wild okay yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up with with making a murderer too I'm gonna watch that in the fucking Magic the Gathering. Oh Shit. yeah, I'm gonna watch that for sure. We'll I'm talk about so that next for that. week, sure. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah, guys, please like like more of those videos or uh, those messages. Like that's cool. Like I think it's it's awesome to be able to see and learn and see things from your guys' perspective. And just like there's so much content out there that we're never gonna find it all. Like this is you know, Ristic Studies is probably gonna be both of our new favorite YouTube channels for like the next few weeks. So. Yeah, we love stuff like that. So, uh, you know, the link will be in the show notes for where you can leave those messages and we won't be able to get to all of them on stream, but we'll listen to all of them. Uh, so thanks for hanging out. This was a longer one and not really Tarkov related, but uh, this is kind of always what we wanted this to be. When there's Tarkov stuff to talk, talk about, we'll talk about that because we're both super into that. But like, it's cool to be able to just talk about the Poggers things in life, this, the series, the music, the videos that, you know, get us going and stuff like that. So um, thanks for hanging. This is a, it's a weekly show. So we'll have this. I was good this week. We'll have this up on the YouTube and Spotify early next week. And then we'll be back next week for another episode. So thank you guys for hanging with us, everybody that was live. And yeah, we'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show. That was a show. Daddy, 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 show, daddy, daddy, a show dedicated to all the Potter's things. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy gave me. Oh no. Okay, we, we probably could have so, used it until I moaned. I was like, until I moaned daddy. <laughs> now I'm pretty sure. The you first have one was like riding the line and then that that last one. Daddy Kated. Alright. And take two.